0: It's rewind time. Hey! Hey. You, hit it hey.
1: you
0: hit it from the back. Hey!
2: Make a clap, okay? She hit it from the back. But hello.
0: It's the one, it's the only bee tenacity coming at you live on the Rewind, direct in your ears. I'm not alone, I've got the girl with the golden voice. I uh, didn't
2: see. It's just Hammanskral verieniging and all the things you know are good. I do
0: Hi B, that
2: was quite the dramatic intro. I love it for you. Um, how are you doing?
0: We're trying, we're pushing. I'm doing quite all right. I'm stressed as ever, but I'm doing quite all right. Um Personal life hi, podcast da, da, like you
1: know? are
0: booked and busy or whatever, and also you
2: didn't tell me about your um, in and out of Johannesburg trip. You were like, "Yeah, Punta, I'm going in and out of Johannesburg, flying in, it's catching flight stuck feelings." But
0: still, it was just a work trip. You know what? what I think you're not too. doing. What am I not, You're not doing? you doing that Tell- whole
2: millennial main character things. And I'm not saying, for you to do it and achieve it, you have to document it. But some things, you just take them as they are. You're just like, it's a work trip. I'm just
0: like, what? I'm main character syndrome.
2: You know what? Actually, I was reading um how to do the work by dr nicole you know the psych- holistic psychologist and i was just like i'm so confused in the era that we live in because you're not allowed to be too much of a main character next thing you can't be your ego mustn't run there's so much to work on and i was just like oh, I, it's so stressful it's so stressful <laughs>
1: because when there's, you're too confident
2: to yes, it's just like damn <laughs> Uh, wow well, it's really tough but how are you doing so besides um, stress and everything right or is it stress you can manage
0: no it's all quite manageable um mm. i can't complain mm. at the end of this month i'm looking forward to going to my high school reunion believe it or not kick, kick. i've been contemplating about it it's been 10 years since we oh, met I'm a nerves. I need to show if I should go. I am to show if I should. Stay home, but I've already promised the best friend of mine that I'll be joining, and I'm just starting to look at, you know, flights you know, in out, it and things like that. But you know, it is so crazy because you think to yourself, oh, Guti, oh this is what I'm gonna be when I come back, and this it is what I'll be. be. <laughs> now, oh my God, it's that i was thinking okay.
2: about it as well oh my were you thinking God. about yours because mm. yours coming up
0: next year or this year, or what? year
2: and i was just like i don't know i don't know i don't know if it sounds weird that i won't go if i don't feel because i mean i don't think i was i'm gonna it sounds so bad but this is what i said It's an honest conversation i had with myself that if i don't feel that i've made it and not made it like i am on sabc one to etv to all the way dstv but if i don't feel like i've I'm aware i like, if my narrative is not the same, I mean, different from what it is now, I'm not going to go because I don't want to feel shit about myself. Is that
0: bad? I mean, you know, no, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad at all. I just also do think that there is a lot of pressure we put on ourselves. Yeah. I remember um, looking at my vision board from when I was younger and there are some things on there that Wait, I didn't achieve up. and maybe you
2: had a vision board when you were how old?
0: I think when I was like in matric, I mean high school matric, somewhere <laughs> today.
2: Chip, you were such a focused boy. I was doing but vision boards when I was like finished in varsity, Some in high school, that is. I yeah, love
0: it for you. For me, it was it was in a journal and everything <laughs> oh, like that. You know, okay. it wasn't like pictures cut out. It's like, where do I see myself in five years? Mm, and it's, that's ra- so it's nice. right. So <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Um, and there's some of those things on there, it's just like, yo, I don't know, like I'd have to be God's favorite child, which I am. You are but I'd have to be God's really, really favorite child, like on his bosom for some of those things to have been achieved. And it's crazy because you look at some people and they've managed to achieve them quite nicely. They've got a live show that they're doing, they've got radio that they're doing, they're on the biggest stations, they're on the biggest this, and those are things that you have written, uguti by 25 for mm. Y FN and so I've come to realize that maybe sometimes we're a little too hard on ourselves. I'm yeah. not saying that I wanted to go back to my reunion and be a show off or be like the best person or be like, I've made it. You guys are behind y'all, will bullying mm-hmm. me, and mm-hmm. now I'm on top. None <laughs> of that sort of stuff, you know? But you do have these expectations within yourself that. by the next time I come back in this I'm not coming I'm not stepping foot in here until I am or (laughs) until I've you know yeah yes and and now it's it's also life you know Mm. you have plans but life also has plans the great divine has plans Mm. for you and sometimes you start to you know as you grow you start realizing that a prayer you have is just you know what allow my align my vision with your will for my life you know you stop Honestly, just praying about I want this, I want mm-hmm, this, I want
2: mm-hmm. this, and let God will hey, be what, done. This
0: is, yes, this is what I see for myself, but God, you know what? Show me the things that you have in in line for me, mm. and you. you End up letting go of some things and you end up keeping some things Mm. and you grow, you know? Mm -mm. Um, and those those moments make you stop being so hard on yourself and thinking to yourself, Oh my goodness, I'm going back to my high school reunion and I am not even, you know?
2: Yeah, no, that's so that's so true. But also, I think maybe also what makes it like we are hard on ourselves, but I think what makes the whole thing terrifying is also you know that's the one place we're actually gonna be sitting and discussing,
1: oh. So,
2: what are you doing? You know, in life, you just can ignore those conversations and just be like, I don't need anyone an explanation. But, like, the whole yeah. energy centered around uh, these reunions is for us to be like, okay, it's been 10 years. What have you accomplished in 10 years is what freaks me out. And there is a lot that is accomplished, really? but now it feels like, but it's not on. The standard, like you're saying, Jorge, it's like you had these vision boards and you already had thought, OK, I'm going to have my afternoon show after lean, It's me. You know what I mean? And then if that doesn't yeah. come to pass, you're like it almost like you just Were you caught... in my diary. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. No, I just know you well enough. <laughs> I, like after like this um, Like what did I I lost my train of thought now <laughs> um, Yeah so right. it, it's centered around that And then it's almost like when we, Even if we've accomplished There is a lot that we've ac- accomplished But it's like uh, But it's not on, on a grand scale Or on a scale where people Will deem it as something That is that I think that's where the problem comes And that's what I was saying Now earlier that you know, There's so much that we need to Navigate with this whole Mental health thing Like also like Validating yourself And also knowing what's enough And what's not enough Or what's the ego what's the oh, a lot is going on? Also, it's gonna ask, who plans the 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 the, the school reunion?
0: Well, a um, fellow fellow friends of ours uh, got together. People in our grade got together, and they were like, "It's time. Let's set up a group. Let's set up an administrative team. Let's set up an after mm. party committee. Let's set up an after-
1: <laughs> But it sounds like a vibe.
0: I mean, I am quite excited for it, mm. but also in the same way I'm also quite nervous about it as mm. well. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen these people, and it's just those expectations. But also, it's just about my and Jehe, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like fuck you with your fucking expectations, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna fuck my own expectations out the window as well yeah. because who am I? Come ten years later and look at these people and expect them to either have changed or not have mm-hmm. changed or to be like what it is. Mm. I'm going to get there and see and find what it is. Mm. I'm just also very excited to connect with the people I had a good time with back then Yay! who aren't a part of my everyday life now, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you know that those best friends with mm. you, that you like had to constantly, but there's those people that you actually laughed with in drama class um, that you had a good time mm. with, and you guys don't talk right now. Mm. You know, my parents said something to me uh, when I was growing up that, you know, the one thing about friends is that friends, I'm mm. a common interest. And once I'm ashincha then you won't stay as friends anymore. And if you think about it, primary and high school, our common interest was school, mm. it was our biggest interest whether we liked it or not and that's why we were able to find friends there mm. and once that interest led our lives where it wasn't that particular school but it was a different school in a different city or it was in a different environment mm. um you tend to lose connection with some of those people even if you are in the same vets all together and you were in high school together mm. purely in being in separate departments sometimes you or even in the same department like isn't mm. sometimes so i'm excited to see those people a friend of mine said she was um in a club with another f- friend of ours from high school mm. and they spent the whole just you know re, re- and stories and oh, quoting teachers big, and quoting men, and they are in this club instead of dancing to the music that's playing they are busy laughing at each other's impersonations mm. of our english teacher mm. Or our uh, Friend in high school And stuff like that And I'm like You know Those are the moments I want to go back for Yeah
2: No those are the best moments And now when you're Mentioning all of that I'm like having like Flashbacks of all the moments I had in high school With my friends And I'm just like That would be so magical To sit with those ladies again And just hoy
0: Connect Connect I've literally Kept my matric jacket And I still have it I brought it down To a whole other country Mm. With me and I want to take it with me again And maybe after this reunion I'll burn it Or something like that But um, when I saw it and I was just like Oh my goodness I've kept this so long for this moment mm. And now I'm thinking I don't want to go Like w- what the fuck is wrong with me Let me just go because clearly this Somewhat means something mm. to me More than I'd like to it it you know uh so i'm just gonna just go but hopefully this is something that's done every decade 10-year reunion 20-year reunion if we keep on doing it like that i'll be relaxed but then those things will get sad because mm. each year already lay 10-year and it's already like oh my god in my
1: school we um, have
2: so- gang people so that would be so sad
0: Yeah, that would be extremely sad. But let's not talk Mm -hmm. about morosing Matters. How are you doing with the golden (laughs) voice? Can you bring us back to life? Oh,
2: yeah. Let me bring us back back to
0: life. Can you let us know? Oh, Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, I'm on Skrull. We're doing the most here. How am I doing? Um, You know what? I am... I am... I think right now... Because I mean, I really love the intro to the show. Like, it's very. <laughs> I thought I was gonna take it to the top, but when I calmed down and thought about it, I think I am. I don't know. It's not like me, or oh, you know how I'm always on top. Like, yeah, guys, how do you do? How do you do? I'm just feeling like. I don't know. Like, I'm feeling sad, but I'm not sad. But like, also, I am at like the best. Place with God, like the relationship I have with God. You know what I'm saying? And it's so weird. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm feeling so sad, but I'm really having such a great time with God. Like, you know, we're connecting a lot, sad. huh? Why sad? I don't know. Like, it's just like that life thing. I don't know. Maybe it's like India fatigue. You're just thinking about your life. There's just like a lot. Like you think about, you know, existential crisis, like those things, and you're like, oh, yes. headache. But but it, that's just that. But it's not like I'm feeling like. Like, I just like that I'm in control of, like, not in control of my mental health, but it's, like, it's almost like my body or the the things that I, like, always say that I've adopted, I know how to put them in place. Now I don't, like, let the anxiety run me. As soon as I wake up and I have this feeling and I'm, like, okay, this is not good, I will go into, like, let me do a, a hectic, like, a, movie, a, a more in the, in length, in depth, uh, what's this, meditation. Then I will do a more in depth prayer. Not that I will be doing a drive by prayer, but prayer, but like I'll just be like, you know, I pray and I do devotion because I, t- I pray every day at 12. Like at 12, I set an alarm and I pray. Midnight. No, 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 in the afternoon. Yeah, that's during lunchtime. That's when I pray and whatever. But in the morning I do devotion or whatever, but I go in depth in like that time. But I just like that I can put things in place. Now I'm not like letting the anxiety run the whole day or the whatever feeling. Like if I'm maybe, uh, like for instance, I don't go on social media before I do all these things. If I don't do my prayer, devotion and all those things, I told myself I'm going to stop doing that. I need to have God. I need to have myself on fire before I come in and have other people's energies come in because obviously I'll, I'll be projecting, I'll go on Bongani showing that he's at the beach and I'm like oh, you know naturally, you're like oh I wish I was at the beach, no I don't want that, I want to wake up with gratitude, yeah. I want to wake up being thankful and doing all those things and then I go on and I was like then when I come with that perspective from what I've done, when I've done my morning routine, I look at Bongani at the beach that, you know what Um, that I'm just so happy that you're in that place, I, 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 there is no envy in that sense like oh I'm like oh one day I'll be there but I'm like but I love it for him uh, and I'm grateful that he gets to experience yeah. that, you know, and then also be grateful for where I am today. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's one of those things. So yeah, it's not no. like complete sadness, but it's like also that thing where you're just like happy. You can navigate your things and place them. Like when I have my period, I know okay my period's coming up. I'm not depressed i'm not it's not it's just because my emotions are all over the place so i need to acknowledge and give the period or however, the, all these three days what it needs to give give it that and then after that then i know that okay we're back to normal regulation or whatever but yeah anyway so this past weekend i tried socializing
0: sorry, sorry. That, that, sounds, that sounds really michelle obama becoming again <laughs> Thanks there it be. is.
2: Thanks, Bia. I'm happy to know I still got my, my thing. Um, okay, but... I, yeah. <laughs> tell You want another another Michelle Obama moment that I had this weekend. So this Saturday, I decided that I want to start socializing again. Because, you know, these people, us new age millennials, like doing this thing where we, we want to learn all this. We don't want to do the yogas. We want to learn all the psychology jargon, all these things. We just want to learn them. But it doesn't help when you don't go into the actual... Um, field to practice and know what still needs to be, what still needs work, what still needs. Because I can't say that forever, like I'm not going to do relationshiping because I'm like, I need to do the work. But truth is like some things really need you to be in the space to know that, oh, I've actually, I'm working with this and this is what still needs. Oh, this still triggers me. Oh, this is still traumatic for me. That's how I'm understanding it. But I use that not like in the relationship thing, but I was like, okay, let me socialize because... Yeah, I'm working on boundaries with myself and with people. So I decided that okay, I'm going to go socialize. I go to the surprise party. Yeah, a friend of a friend. Uh I arrive late. Um, I, I bleached my hair. So I am feeling main energy. Like I've got like, is it white hair or whatever? I don't know what this color is. But I'm bleached my hair. I'm feeling you know. Yeah. yeah
0: so the I I'm bald, bald, blonde,
2: <laughs> Yeah. So I'm at the... Oh, sorry. I've got a Oh yeah. Um, so I, I I I arrive. Fine. I get there. It's like you know chilled vibes or whatever. So before I go there, I prepare myself and tell myself that okay, you're gonna socialize because I don't know when last I socialized. To be honest, but I'm like that kind of setting, the last time I was in like like a party kind of setting was like January, believe it or not. So now to do this now, I'm just it's like. like yeah. Okay, then I, I, I tell myself, not that I mustn't enjoy myself, but I want to be aware of the things that are happening and that I am contributing to and yeah. how other people. So fine, the night, the day is going on fine. I'm chilling. You're up
0: in the space. Sorry? I'm saying you want to be aware of how you're showing up yes. in the space.
2: And also, yeah, I really am so intentional about wanting to become a better person for myself and for others. You know what I mean? So I'm there. I'm chilling, mm. whatever. It's chilled vibes um we we're chilling and then later on like oh you know the party's getting nice we're done eating then we move to another section we're sitting we're sitting we're sitting so this other guy comes and interacts with us right so he's interacting with us yeah. i have nothing against earrings but I know the way I bring, it's giving R. kelly the snap back is also giving our kelly like everything about it was just I was like this guy. Anyway, he's a nice guy. And again, I don't want to project. Like I'm it's just his dress code. And naturally I always check out your dress code. I'm like child. This is giving this is the last time you have a conversation with me. Like, no, thank you, sir. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Anyway, so fine. We're chilling, we're chilling.
0: Shalo, shalo. Yeah, very shallow.
2: Like that one, I won't even lie. And I will, I yeah, I know it's my brand. So fine, we go. We move to another section now. <laughs> After some people leave, we move to another section. I tell myself I'll leave it hot. Yeah. So these are the rules. I'm telling myself that this is the amount of uh, uh, alcohol I'll drink at this time. I'll cap. I'll drink water at this time. Like that's what I want to do. Like I want to be scared those boundaries. I don't want to be in a space because homo and I think it's vibes. No, if I told myself that this is what, how much mm. I want to go, like this the capacity I'll go unless they say I feel like the space was safe that safe for me to feel like you're yeah. holding loose but no it it wasn't that it didn't feel that safe for me after we got to the second section of the party i mean the last section of the party because like we're talking right but money just imagine i don't know how far your door is to your main area or whatever but let's say i moved 10 steps yeah. to almost 20 steps back because this guy was invading my privacy like that in my space you know he's talking to me, but this person is like, like in my face, like you know what I mean. And then he's, I'm, I keep moving back, I keep uh. moving back. He's talking, like his hands are touching my shoulders. I keep moving back, I keep moving back. But I don't know what it is about that moment. When I came home, I was reflecting, cause after that I was just like, okay, let me just uh, drink water. When I was done drinking water, I drove back home. It wasn't far, I was like five minutes away from my house. I get home, I sit and I'm reflecting, and I was like, I got upset, like, and I shouldn't have. I beat myself up for. Not telling that person. And those are the boundaries I want I, I say I wanna set. And usually I don't have a problem with that. But it's also like there's this problem or this thing with girls feeling like you don't want to ruin the vibe for saying somebody mustn't touch your shoulder and you know invade mm-hmm. your personal space. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be so close up to me. You can have a conversation. I literally moved from where we were sitting all the way far from where we were sitting, and he couldn't see the distance, he had to walk back. That's how much I was moving back. But I, when I got home when I was oh reflecting exactly. And when I sat home, when I got home and I was reflecting, I was so upset for, like, not pushing him and telling him, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, give me personal space, number one. Number two, yeah. you don't have to talk to someone touching their shoulders and doing those things. I haven't given you the permission to do that. You know what I mean? I was so mad at yes. myself. But I was like, no, give yourself grace. Because like, I was mad that I, I, I allowed someone to, like, invalidate you me. yourself to Yes. Grace. But, again... I was just like, no, you know what? At least now yourself away is what I like now. It's like I'm not just going and cruising through life. Now I'm like really conscious of my interactions. And not that next, obviously we live in South Africa. That's something I'm always like looking out for. Like I don't want somebody to invade my personal space. But also it's fine even if I must leave the party early or oh, people think I ruined... Not ruined the party, but, like, I want to stand up for myself. I want to be like, no, sir. I, I yeah. unfortunately don't feel comfortable with our conversation or comfortable with you. Please move away from me. You can talk to all the other girls. Like, he was creepy. And I asked, I told my girlfriend about what happened. We we're catching up. And he's like, oh, my God. And that guy is not even, like, their friend friend. He was just invited because he met them... The guy who was at the... Uh, the, the, the party boy, Mr. Patsy... Who we'll you the week before. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Because everyone else who's friends with the guy... You know, knew their place. They can acknowledge that... Oh, you're so pretty, whatever. Without them feeling like they must be... Or Kelly on you.
0: Just because you're pretty... Like, they have to hit on you now. It doesn't Just because you're pretty... To. And just because you're
2: mm, And I think men do think, like... Girls like that. Like, for me, honey, let me be honest. Like, And it's going to sound like... Oh, that's a lie. I really genuinely appreciate not being hit on if i'm socializing unless i connect with someone and i always mention this i'd rather commit, connect with someone and we laugh and i'm like oh you know this is really nice you know but not totally, when totally, totally yeah. i can sit there with, we can have friendly conversations you don't need to want me to be in your life it's okay but some people feel like yeah we need to it was so creepy and he said okay sorry last thing he's like yeah you know um i i, I was studying accounting <laughs> i I was wondering like how because he said he's 28 but he was sounding like he's 20 or 19 you know after you finish and you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life he's like yeah i was studying Mm. accounting but i quit that because you know my parents just want all of us to be um you know to be doing something in academics but now i'm studying medicine and i was like oh okay i think he wanted me to have a reaction (laughs) right and he like literally looked at me to have a reaction i was like okay and it, and he's like, yeah, don't you don't you like the sound of that? Someone saying that, oh, like, oh, don't you like the sound of that? Like Imagine. me being like telling people that my boyfriend's a doctor. And I was like to him, no. Oh, and he's like, yeah, telling people that I would fuck. Uh, 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 sorry for the for the language. Uh, I'll sleep with um with a with a doctor. And I look at him. I'm like. Lol, no. <laughs> I wouldn't like. <laughs> accounting sounds better than that, and accounting sounds better than that. I don't care for doctors or whatever. I don't even care for that. Like then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, and he's like to me, yeah, you know, you know. i Also, like, um, sex would be better because I know the body parts. I'm like, what oh. in the grade nine is that conversation? I know that
0: was honesty of grade nine conversation. dad so body
2: yeah it's lame no. because it's like so grade nine when you i'm st- in mean grade 10 when you're doing you start doing life science and you know body parts not even grade nines did that grade 10s i was just like this guy this is so I- I- yeah that is giving me main loser energy but yeah anyway after that interaction i just like was like you know what i shouldn't have a what kills you yeah
0: what you said to yourself, I'm going to go out and socialize. Yeah. And you go and you socialize. Uh, <laughs>
2: right. And sometimes I'm like, Puntalona, you're too friendly. But I'm like, I don't want to take that away from me because I really do enjoy being in conversations with people. That's also what makes you a better... Like, I feel like when you're a radio host or whatever, it really is nice to have these kind of conversations and also... Like, to me, people, I really like having conversations. If I could tell you the conversations I had with the ladies there, you'd be shocked. But that's for a chat for another day. But I really do enjoy talking to people, interacting with people, laughing. But then you have that bad apple. You know what I mean? So I just need to just recognize him yeah. as that. He's the bad apple. But otherwise, overall, the experience was nice. I got there when I wanted to arrive. I left when I wanted to arrive. I didn't feel the need to drink. Like, I just had one can or one and a half I ate as much as like mm. I felt I can or wanted to. Usually, I'll be taken by the vibes. I'm like, yo, but it's short, shots, no. I'm going home at eight. I was gone. <laughs> shots, shots, eight o'clock. Shots, I was gone. Shots. You know. So yeah, he's the bad Ooh. apple. But all in all, I'm happy. I, I I'm socializing. I want to do more of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what? I want to do more. Let's uh-huh. go. So <laughs> I, I what? Knew you were that, going what there. do we have? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have lined up for YouTube Digest today? For YouTube
2: Digest, we're talking everything um, YouTube, of course, and influencers. Things that happened what? over the weekend, shows that we've been watching, and uh, this new feature they're having on, not, rather, you know, modified uh, feature they're adding on YouTube Digest. And um Zansi.
0: Um, i Recap: We're going to be speaking to a uh, fellow artist, and we're going to be trying to figure out how the lockdowns, the different levels of the lockdown, mm. have affected artists in Mzansi So you might, oh, you, I love you it better already. make sure you stick around. Mm. Yeah, I'm also loving it already. But for now, let's get into your favorite segment: <laughs> Rewinders. <laughs> he went on the, Word on the street. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. <laughs> When on the street is the time where you get to hold onto the mic and you get to let us know your thoughts with regards to what are you thinking about a certain question we have for you. This week, we're asking you as an independent artist, how did the lockdown down affect you Oh my goodness I mean there were very multiple levels of lockdowns Government had tried to even promise to Give us some help But we're going to get into the details of that With um, our guest joining us a little later on Bunza, were you still A freelance independent artist When the lockdown had started?
2: Mm, yes it, 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 I, I was I, had, I remember we had this conversation Like I wasn't with an agent or anything So I was like basically starting a fresh and then lockdown happened, and then that put a lot of things into perspective as to, like, what I want to do career-wise. Like, I almost, like, thought, no, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Um, mm. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I don't know. It's giving... Not that I wanted to quit. Obviously, I'm I'm not quitting, you know, being an artist. Like, I feel... I passionately now feel that I. it's something I'm called for, to sing, you know? But I feel yeah. that... Um, I just, it just opened, you know, your, like my mindset with like how I want to do it and how I can have other streams of income and how I can, you know what I mean? Not to put like, oh, like, you know when you have that dreamy idea that, oh, I'm just going to be doing theater. I'm a theater baby. Then you find out lockdown that, you know, I, Um, Performing spaces are being closed Um, Some theatres are being closed Some theatres feel like they have Their people, like there's going to be a show All the time, but you never heard about an agent Not an agent, about a a show And I know that means that you must have an agent Before you can get those shows But even when I had an agent, it wasn't always open To everyone There's still things that are open to some people Because people have connections I feel like most jobs, I don't know, but in our space I feel it the most, like you're like this person is forever booked and not that they don't deserve to be booked, but it's because they're, in, they're, they're chilling and speaking with people in certain rooms. And that feels like it closes you more out. And hence, I was so passionate about the conversation last week here at TikTok. And then also like, while you're obviously trying to get into those spaces, um, obviously spaces that allow you to thrive, because I don't want to be banging on doors or spaces that are just going to, Use and abuse me But like spaces That will allow me to thrive Is spaces that I want to be in And have my name mentioned In those spaces But again That's why I also want to use While I wait for those spaces To open up I want to be doing things Because it sucks to be like Because if I'm saying I'm going to focus on my plan B Let's say I'm like I'm going to go back to school Which I want to do And say I'm going to Further my career And other things But again I want to focus on On maybe like School Maybe I want to do The singing thing And not say I'm saying I have a plan B But I also want to be that person who has multiple stream of income. I don't want to just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be desperate to do this show, this gig, or even if I don't have creative juices flowing, I'm going to just be, you know, taking this gig because I'm so desperate. But also I have no doubt that God will provide. Like once, you know, that happens because he's always done. But once that opportunity arises, you know, shit's going to hit the fan and I'm going to be amazing. But it's just like, it's changed a lot, like, about how I view myself and the kind of artist I want to be and, you know, those things that are, like, yeah, in-depth, those yeah. Michelle Baba moments, like, it really did change a lot yes. of um, a lot of that. Like, also viewing, like, baby-tang, other people not continue, not like you not continuing the arts, like, some people who have, like, full-time jobs and still doing it on the side or whatever, now I'm just, like, at first I'll be like, oh, no, why are you giving up on the art or whatever, whatever, but also I'm yeah, over the conversation yeah. of this whole struggling artist thing, like it's not a cute look and I'm also a child of God. I want to be looking good while I'm doing this. So I'm sorry. I love it when people want to, you know what I mean? You're doing, you're not neglecting it, but you want to be able to fund this dream Mm. of yours because some doors are not open yet. And while you do that still, you know, keep the fire burning or whatever. So that's everything I've gathered. I don't know if I answered the question, but yeah, it really COVID did put a lot of things into perspective.
0: So, oh, you know, um, for me, what you're speaking about with regards to just the thought of where's my future going and the existentialism, mm. I think you're touching on something that's quite important. And it's something that I think we, we tend to overlook. It's just the mental um, impact the lockdown yeah. has had on independent artists. And I want to say independent artists, but, you know, you could, this one, you could branch it out to all artists. Mm. Just not having that release. I remember seeing Jacques de Silva at some point, like lift his bed and put it to the side and all of that, just to create space in his house mm. so that he can do a movement piece and just move in his space, mm. you know? Um, so for me to speak about that whole existential, am I going to stay in this or do I need to look somewhere else? Is this for me? This I've never thought about that impact that this uh pandemic has had because the one thing you don't realize is that it's fine when everything is good and dandy, and you don't have medical aid mm. but now when there's a whole pandemic going on, and like giveaway tobacco discovery are speaking about we're securing we're securing vaccines for our clients <laughs> and stuff like that like, <laughs> my goodness, like That's why so am I an great. artist? I could have been securing the vaccine for my granny and my mom and we could all be on medical aid what if this thing like you need medical aid to survive it or a mm. certain medication or oh, you know oxygen mm. do that mm. isn't just checking your blood oxygen visit right, you exactly. know so this pandemic sort of made you you know my career especially as an independent artist first of all when i am being in a lockdown and i must be in these four walls all the time mm. it's a bit much for my brain mm what about job security and in that job security what are the benefits people work and they and i mean it's a catch-22 it's either you're going to work 30 years at xerox and have benefits and make sure that you've got medical aid or you're going to express yourself and go with the wind but know that if you get if you fall into someone's windscreen and you splat you splat and you sploop babe <laughs> there's no medical aid that's going to recover you like if they really died in ears
2: tell you now you know what it sounds so simple for other people who've got like your normal job and they've got medical aid and whatever but like at that time having medical aid was so dire because like the things you're mentioning like like there were a lot of people who were getting um like just with your mental health like don't even under Play the importance of even affording a psychologist, not um I remember when I was a medical Yay. aid i was a, the medical aid paid for my session, so I didn't need to pay like anything I was under medical aid and that's that that is a thing I got you know what I mean I didn't have to pay an extra whatever amount whatever yeah. whatever so things like that there were people who had the privilege of actually being able to either have parents or them afford to be not even afford have medical aid so if you're not, And I actually had an interaction with someone And they're like, um, why aren't you doing therapy If you feel that we are going I was just laughing, I was like hey, Let me not even answer this It's going to depress me <laughs> even more Because I said to him, I'm like, no is, I, mean, I was like, therapy is expensive And then another time uh, We will talking about mental health and he's like, oh, why don't you do therapy I'm like, oh, sir, so do you want me to spell it out I need a medical aid and
0: pay, like, Exactly, and pay, how many How many different ways do you want me to say to, this To you?
2: 1.1 1. 1 every time. An independent artist, you don't know when your next gig is coming and I'm going to do pay for my, am I prioritizing my mental health or am I prioritizing my, like it's like now you must choose, like are you going to eat or this or are you going to focus on making sure you get to your next gig or are you going to focus to use that money to create it's actually so ghetto actually Bongani, now that I'm breaking it down being an artist in this country is so ghetto
0: <laughs> You always say this, you just keep saying that the country is ghetto, <sighs> or being in this country is extremely ghetto, yeah. or being the youth in this country is extremely ghetto. I know.
2: Rata. Rata no, like it, so, it's dog. But sorry, Bongani.
0: Me, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely must say that uh, with regards to being um, the lockdown and, and being an independent artist, of course, there was a lot of conversation. There's obviously going to be a lot of conversation about securing clients and booking gigs mm-hmm. and getting work. But I think just also the creative aspect for me is also quite important. Mm-hmm. How do you keep on stretching and practicing your creativity in a space that might not be as conducive um, for that? Mm-hmm. That's why I brought up Jacques mm-hmm. de Silva, just mm-hmm. upending just so that he can create movement, mm. you know. A photographer might find it easier wherever they mm. are, but w- what if <laughs> like you are bored and you are done shooting that house? Like now, like you're gonna shoot the pigeons. Come on, for real. You know? Yeah, so I think there's quite this I'm I'm interested to hear if anyone is gonna actually talk about um what it did to their artistry apart from putting things virtually mm. now. Mm-hmm. What it did to their creativity more than anything to be in, even if you were in a big house or if you were in a small house, what did that do to the way you come up with ideas? Did it slow it down? Did it hyper it since you're in a space? Because mm. we've heard of writers going into the woods somewhere and getting a cabin and coming out two weeks later with a whole musical, mm. being, a pitanga, being in a TV, being in a phone mm. All they had was food and a piano that's oh, plugged in that over there so and they gone for two weeks and they come back with a musical. Mm. And it's a small little cabin, you mm. know. So Can some I people you might that? find that, that that's that, that space um, allowed them to get even more creative. Mm. Go ahead. I think
2: oh firstly that cabin situation sounds amazing because I'm telling I always say that I don't think I have a problem with being a full time artist and creating at my at my best. Because then there is no issue with thinking, oh, how do I pay rent? Or oh, how do I... Petrol? No, no. You know, that's like the easiest. That's the people who enjoy being artists in the country are people who either... Married well, or have money from home, or they've got like they booked, like they just booked back to back. Those people, those kind of people, definitely enjoy being artists in the country. Because when you mention the cabin thing, when you don't have money, that doesn't sound so appetizing to be like, oh, we're gonna go to a cabin. Ahuna internet ahuna. You you you. While you're there, I'm thinking about like, how am I getting that next gig? How am I? So sometimes being an artist yeah. is not so difficult when there is the finances are are, are sorted. Like once you know that, okay, uh, I can afford to go to therapy, I can afford petrol, my livelihood is sorted. I just need to focus every single day on like, if I can sing my best, I can be my best actor, I can learn how to dance, I can better the skill. So I feel like financially, like that does affect how we create. But I saw like during lockdown, I had it not been like with my mental health, you know, plummeting, I would have like, I felt like I, I did use the space. Like with the videos that I've seen that I shot, mm. so maybe on YouTube, if I shot a vlog, I was like, you nah, what you made that work. Or if I was shooting like reels, I started doing reels during lockdown, um, but I also got tired, like you're saying, I was so tired of my room and the color. And I was like, I don't know what else to move. I don't know how else it, and then I, I, I get in my head and I think, or well, my ego's like, this is boring. <laughs> you're really boring the audience, ma'am, stop. <laughs> or like, you're feeling like ah, in this room, really you know what i mean so but there was i felt like within the beginning i did like really try like you know you have no idea how many times i've moved my room around you know trying to find angles getting backdrops even for when i was still selling on my shop like those things like i would like okay how do i use the space um also sometimes you also want to use the nice space of the house so if it's not a top billing house all the time you're like okay how do i make my room fit my aesthetic so it's it's all of that as well but i felt like i did use it but After a while, you feel so congested. Like it just feels like you want to scream like, oh, no, this can't, I can't, I feel I don't have freedom. Like yes, I'm doing it, but it just feels like, no, because there's no, there's no freedom to do it 24 seven because you're working around other people who are normal, got normal jobs and their schedules. You know what I mean? So there was yeah. also, also yeah. lockdown, um lockdown, your brothers would come, my brother would come, my nephews would come, that was lovely. But maybe then you planned a schedule to be like, Oh, I'm gonna work on creative, what what and the creative just is a fire that week. You can feel yourself, but then you've got family over and then even if it's a big house, but there's so much you can do with people running around or people just walking in your room or you know, yeah, so it's not as easy. Like I, I don't want to say like, oh, being an artist is easier when you have money. But like, imagine if I had a uh, a studio. Like even if the house is packed to the brim and we have everyone coming over at my house, but the fact that I have a studio or that space, mm. even if it's a John studio or oh, uh, uh, like you know, soundproof studio, just having that to uh, yourself, yeah. for money.
0: Or a YouTube mm. studio. Oh, that
2: would be so amazing.
0: That's like the goal yeah, for my that house would be one so day in the amazing. future. Definitely the goal for my house, mm. too. Let's hear what Zansi has to say about how the lockdown has affected independent artists. Good day. Hello. My name is Zueli. Hi, Zueli. Hi, Zweli. I am a photographer. Mm. Oh, nice. The lockdown has affected me as a creative. <laughs> particularly in the events section, as the lockdown prohibits and kind of limits the amount of people that can be in an establishment mm. and that affects mm, me yeah. as an events photographer. Mm. Mm. I think what's very interesting about that is that if I've got 50 guests of honors and esteemed guests for an event, as much as I want to have someone take pictures of it, like I can easily hear someone go, you know, like, why should we add another body? that's going to take up space. Mm-hmm. And now um, we, it's going to take up a whole number. Mm. Whereas we can just use our phones or we can use um, a digital cameras or like have a photo booth or, or something like, like that, you know,
2: pictures. yeah, we've got a camera and uh, just ask your assistant to take pictures. Yeah, She's really exactly. Be
0: there. Exactly. But, exactly. She's going to be mm. there. So that's going to be one of her duties as yeah, well. But
2: like, isn't it weird how already that suggests where, how people take us like in the um I mean, like as an artist, like how you how they rate you. Like you literally go yeah. at the bottom of the list. Yes.
0: Yes, and I mean, you see it everywhere. You see it at weddings. You see it like the last people to get fed are the photographers and the performers. Like, <laughs> if you're going to be a wedding singer, <laughs> and not that you should be eating first or anything like that, but definitely no, quite a few That's
2: what should be happening. Hi, Bo.
0: When the family's eating The no, when no. Okay,
2: okay, I get it. When they're eating, but at least having someone who's like prepared it for you. Like there's some people who do like who know how to do customer service. Like they like do, is, is 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 that the band eats. We put we have a separate section for the band. Enough food knowing that this is gonna be for the band and the singer, or this, this, this. Other people just don't care. Like, ah Utakra, the the crumbs or whatever we had. That's not nice.
0: Did you see? Did you see? There was once a time where there was these uh, memes of photographers at weddings, um, showing how they all eat, and all of them are like behind a chair on their knees, not on their knees, like on their haunches, busy eating so that the people ngati bono or something like that, like all the pictures that people kept to showing are of photographers behind some sort of chairs in some awkward position trying to eat quickly so that they can get back to taking pictures or something like that um, yeah. But I can definitely hear the events thing Apart from the numbers of people at events Just the fact that events were somewhat shut mm. down There was When it was the hard lockdown You couldn't even get together with your family To break yeah. bread People had to go see their grandparents Outside their cars and wave at each other Like we are living in some apocalyptic mm. state You know So for, let alone thinking, oh, am I going to make 50? Am I going to be part of the crew? Because that means they can only have 30 guests. Or now are they going to cut the photographer as part of the crew? And all of those sort of things. So I can definitely imagine how... And how are you are going to do photography virtually? Like, I do know there are ways of doing it. And we saw people... was it Naomi Campbell who came out with um, a magazine cover that she shot on her own iPhone oh, yeah, being directed bad by during, the photographer? Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of people shooting with drones and stuff like that. But listen, you are in Mzansi and you, 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 you've you spent so much time mm. buying this equipment. And now you can't even leave your house to go shoot, even if it's one-on-one shoots. Like, where's the permit? Mm. Where's the permit? You're going to go take pictures of someone's pregnancy. What about the country? Mm. You know, that's what the police are going to ask you.
2: But you know what, Now ne- Also, now you're bringing up something very important because... Um, I feel that what was a great takeaway for me is how we downplay how self-sufficient we are. Like, how does somebody come up that we can do a photo shoot via, like, when all you have to do is be on video call and have great Wi-Fi and then I can do a shoot via that or via a drone. Like, it has taught, like, the people who are like really also excelling with what they're doing with, on TikTok and all these platforms, they just didn't say, oh, yeah, hey, lockdown, we can't do theater shows. Some people said, okay, I'm a
0: good. No, lockdown, good good child. Child. Let me sit Lord, and then
2: I'm just going to, you know, wait for the Lord to come back. No, there, there were people who were like, okay, let me create the show, the skit. Let me, everything is going to, I'm going to take it up there and I'm going to get my audience. Like House stems are saying that, you know, you're going to create your own audience or whatever. So I feel like for a lot of people, it did. I mean, you have lessons online. We record our podcast. Oh, my goodness, even us, why are we glorifying everyone when we, when actually you found ways, Bongani, countless times to be like, okay, Punta, this is how we can record online, and this is how this is, can work, blah blah blah. And so we finally we finally managed to find a system that works for the both of us. You know what I mean? And here we are. You living yeah. in another city. I'm living in another city. Like how much? How long's the drive to you? Thirteen hours, twenty. How many hours?
1: Fourteen, 14 hours I think.
2: to you, and we get to be here every Monday, connect and whatever. So for me, that's like really. I like that. That put. A, put us, not just us, also people who are in other careers, I'm assuming, like, you're like, oh, is this career even a good fit for me? Am I thriving? Like, it did really challenge a lot of us. But also, if, as a creative, if we speak about creatives, we, we really, it did shape things. Like, okay, this is how I'm going to take things next level online. There's some people that I yeah. see, like, I think sometimes I see rehearsals, some people who are in dance rehearsals, but you're in another city, this one's in another city, but it's a rehearsal. And I'm like, What? So I feel like it also forced us to just, you know, came okay, reimagine.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's leave it there for now. Uh, we'll be hearing more of what Nzante has to say about how the pandemic, the lockdown, excuse me, has affected independent artists. But as you heard from Bunza, we've got a lot to catch up on when it comes to YouTube Digest, what we've been watching, but also hearing conversations about some of the changes coming to YouTube. So, it is Ibambeleapo, si pindes yo lego YouTube Digest, singenu leyo and dabaleo because na nayo ekoele. You're listening to The Rewind Word on the street We go again Follow us,
2: Follow us. on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram At the rewind underscore essay. And
0: send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com
2: Hey everybody! Hey, everybody! Welcome back to my YouTube channel! YouTube channel!
0: As of today, you will no longer be able to see the amount of dislikes on a YouTube video. The dislike button won't be removed in and of itself, but you just won't be able to see the amount of people who actually thumbs down. This number will however be available to creators so they know how their video is doing. They believe this is a way to reduce the amount of dislike attacks that a lot of creators face, which is when a group of people decide to troll and drive up the number of dislikes on a video. The goal of this change is to make this more about private feedback rather than public shaming for creators. Sort of like when Instagram gave the option to remove like counts on their photos, I think this is a great step in the right direction when it comes to overall mental health for both users and creators on social media.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Hmm. Firstly, how do you feel about
0: that? So when I heard the reasons why YouTube is doing that, I was like, I'm behind that. I'm for that. I am definitely for that. Because we have heard of, um, we have heard of stan stan accounts going in on people's videos, even when there was the whole... Um you know when the makeup um what you call this community was having their whole drama with James Charles and Bi sister and all of that sort mm. of stuff, like people were using that, and it's firstly uh they've done this before in terms of first videos at some point in uh until about twenty ten you could rate videos so before it was like and dislike it was a five-star rating. And when people are tuning in onto the video, they would see the five-star rating of the video. But then eventually they switched that out to the like and dislike. But something that they've also changed is that first and foremost, you also used to be able to see, um, not that they've changed recently, but like in the recent past, you used to be able to see people's full, um, what you call this, count in terms of when you have subscribers, people would be able to watch. Like, let's say you're about to hit mm-hmm. a million. People would be able to watch that with you on your channel. And when you have a million subscribers or something like that, it would show the full number. But now if you have, let's say, 1,300, 1,304,000 subscribers, mm-hmm. it's going to just write 1.3M, you know? mm. So that it, so that they can stop this whole, you know, people used to unsubscribe and they used to unsubscribe in numbers and they would watch your subscriber count yeah. go down and there'd be celebration parties
1: and everything mm. like that.
0: So when they mentioned this, I really stood behind it and thought to myself, okay, yeah, you know, I can hear all of this because people find d- different and weird ways to bully yes. you. We've heard about the beehive just putting bees in people's instagram comments when you say something mean about Mm. beyonce they just go and they put bees (laughs) every picture imagine also notification until there's no tomorrow and all it ever is is just bees on all your Mm. pictures even if you try and ignore that it's gonna drive you crazy mm, at some mm, point, you know. You no, know,
2: I definitely you I, I definitely agree because I actually before this all happened, I used to think about how um like there was a video somebody put up where they said they're not posting any YouTube videos anymore. I think it was Emma Chamberlain or someone, but even Best Dressed hasn't posted in almost a year. Uh because Has it been almost a year with Best Dressed. Yeah, yeah. She has almost even on TikTok maybe it's like been six months since she hasn't posted. But that that does really as a creative, like as somebody who's like really like especially people who go into like you know, best dress videos. There's some people who go into that thing and then like they don't play. There's people who stood thirteen hours, did, um, editing one video. You know what I mean, and wanting to yeah. pull all their efforts like creatively. And you're like, okay, this is good as like you, you could take the YouTube video and put it on a Netflix documentary and like watch it there. If they took best dress, some of her vlogs, and even some of the videos she does, and the amount of work she puts in, the angles, edits, uh, your and everything about her work is. Is meticulous and then you would put on netflix and i'll watch it like best dresses in one i'll watch it her vlogs on on netflix you know what i mean because that's how yeah. much effort she puts in and then it's people who want to feel like no we're gonna troll we're gonna troll her and we're gonna you know just discredit the work she puts in imagine imagine yeah. how that must put you what what it must put you through as a creative especially to, like if it's not constructive it's just that pure hate And it comes in numbers. And you know what's weird? Like in the social space now that we live in, we are so programmed. Like you could have 99 videos, I mean uh, comments, people saying, oh my God, we love your video. And then somebody just has one one comment that is just so mean. And it will stick with you and make you feel like you're like the worst creative ever or whatever. So I think I like the idea of it being a personal feedback. Like, for you to see, okay, how can I, instead of, like, because it almost does feel like public shaming when people go and wada, wada, wada. And what's weird is that... <laughs> yeah?
0: for, sorry, they always go to your comments. That's the strange thing now. Like, if you're going to be speaking about OTA, it's public shaming and everything like that, people can literally go into your comments and write what they want to yeah. write. Like, mm, what does removing mm. the dislike number count? Or, or what difference does it make? Is it a sizable difference? If like
2: it, in my head, yeah, psychologically, in my head, it will make sense because if I have, like, somebody, like, who just wants to be unnecessary, I can just delete that comment. And usually, I don't know, because I've never been, like, a a multimillionaire, like, well, best dressed. I don't know how much hate they get, but maybe in a video, she gets 5,000 uh, comments, and then the 500 of them. Imagine 500 people giving you hate. And that's not coming at, like, a rapid pace. Every other f- 10th comment is a negative one. I, I do that on TikTok. Some people will just be unnecessary or whatever, and then I'll just delete it, delete it, delete it. And yeah, you can delete it. I think maybe the only but difference with the can, that is that you can, can delete, delete the video.
0: You can delete the comments, but you're going to still be able to see the dislike count as a creator. So what difference have they made?
2: I don't know. I think that's why the girl mentioned it's like the public shaming of it that is what feels like it's like it feels like everyone is seeing that you're being bashed. I don't know. And sometimes, okay, let me tell you also, what I realize is that sometimes with hate comments, when it's there, and because maybe I'm a nice person, but I'm like, hmm, or besides even being a nice person, but just you see seen the comments because you, li- you like the comments on that comment. So I don't want to create that environment in my comment section. That's how I view it. Like when I delete it, it's because I don't want to create that platform for the people to think they must come here and do that. Yes, that person will keep coming or those kind of people will come. But because I keep removing it, those people, who, there's some people who don't want to comment things like that. They'll just rather hide behind the like on that comment. So that's how I view it. But if it's personal to you, for me, it feels less aggressive
0: so you know i specifically started off by saying when i heard their reasonings i could believe it but then i watched a video by marquise brown do you know marquise mm-hmm. brown on YouTube? no and he was explaining his views uh, i'm sure when you see his face you're gonna be like oh this guy he uh. was explaining his views on why he thinks it's a bad move and basically what okay. he was saying is that YouTube is more than a social network. And how YouTube is looking at it mm. is that they're looking at themselves as a social media network and all the other social oh, yeah. media networks Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm. um uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok do not necessarily have a dislike button. It's either you like it or you scroll past and that's how you yeah. tell the uh, algorithm that you dislike mm. it. But mm youtube is more than a social media network and he argues that it's also a search engine so and it's a massive search engine um so if you're looking at how to install your curtains how to cook a chicken um how to change your tires what you need to do this or to learn about a specific topic one of the ways for you to qualify whether the information you're going to be getting from this video is what you need is through mm. the likes and the dislikes do you mm. get that so yes. when when it's like
2: giving it's, reviews on things yes, to know before to someone my has my time figure, on something
0: exactly so oh. now if i as a consumer cannot see that dislike i don't know what i'm measuring these likes against and mm. therefore it could be a waste of time for me to sit here and watch this video because I don't get the information I need from it. And now I have to scroll to the comments or generally when I see a video and I see it's got so many dislikes, I scroll straight to the comments and you see, Oh no, the installation was wrong in part two. And then you decide, okay, I'm not going to waste my time type of vibe, you know? Yeah. But what he was arguing is that it gives you a quick indication of whether this is going to be helpful for what you're trying to achieve or not and by removing that then you are not making it easy for the consumer who is here for not the social media aspect of it, but this, the how-to, the search engine part of YouTube, where you've got a library teaching you about certain topics. So imagine, but there's no dislikes. Mm. What if there's someone learning and learning and learning? likes Because the topic is wrong. And then the creator has switched the comments off. You know, like,
2: oh, that's there's that and, as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. So for me, I was with them, but then in, at the end of the day, you as the content creator still will see those numbers at the mm. end of the day, and you know, even if you, you delete the comments, and it's still going to affect you mm. whether us as the audience see those numbers or not. Yes, it might influence us less to dislike but if i'm Mm. already on Mm. i hate ariana grande train and someone who is on Mm. that train with me says guys keep disliking her videos even if you can't see the numbers just keep doing it you know how people say keep streaming keep Mm. streaming number (laughs) numbers as long as you keep streaming what's gonna stop me from disliking the video um when i know that when you open when i'm an analytics worker for that video you're gonna see that we're disliking you know Mm, mm, mm. No,
2: I definitely agree with you because I was looking at it like you were saying when I initially saw it, I looked at it from the perspective of the mental health of the creators, um, but also based on the kind of content I consume on thingy. But like sometimes when you're trying to watch um, like how to reset your phone video like you really do appreciate something that comes up and it's effective and it helps as opposed to someone who's like, cause there are some small things that like really piss off people who are viewers. Like there's a three minute video of how to, to reset your video and there's a five minute video. And then the five minute or the 10 minute one is dragging the introduction and the person gets to the points. So hence if the people like it more and that's why it's at the top. But I also think some, some people on TikTok were also saying that now it's giving like uh like participation a trophy for participation when they do that like it's just like okay they're all there and oh then they mark goodness. the register a reach. Yeah.
0: oh my goodness what? that is such a reach
2: <laughs> i know um yeah but a lot of people are agreeing with it but also your point makes sense like it does make a lot of sense to but do you think we're um uh, we're a lot more sensitive? I don't I don't think I don't believe this. people can be too sensitive, or, you know, like you can't be too sensitive. But do you think as a generation, like like for instance, some of us I like, can't handle it because our mental health, like for instance, I need to take a break. But there are some people who can really like if they were of the olden days, they were gonna be able to stomach all that hate and continue and thrive against all odds. And then with us it's like, no, we need to adjust things because it's not working for our mental health.
0: I think it seems as though we're more sensitive because you can express it now without judgment. Uh, I think mm. people of the past only seem strong because they had to fake it, and we all know fake it till you make it, you know
1: mm, 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 but
0: mm. now, because people are more vocal about what is what what is not serving them, it seems mm. like we are a lot more sensitive nowadays. No, Mm. people are a lot more expressive About what's not working for them And they're going to call truth to power And they mm. set boundaries And Mm. you can't just walk over them And expect them to be strong anymore And grin and bear it And take it You know, Mm. there's been a mass exodus In the workforce And I've seen these deaths Particularly in America And I'm ashamed to say that myself But anyways Where people are quitting their jobs Like there's no tomorrow And uh, that is That shows you that we live in a time where people are not going to just take it. Like, people will leave a six-figure job to just go yeah. be a someone who works in a coffee shop because it's less stress. What do I have mm. to take home and go work on? I already know how to make a cappuccino. I already mm. know how to make a piano, I already know how to make a latte macchiata. And so what do I... Yeah. And I'm happy. So what do I need to go home and go practice and go and whatever it's whatever I'm earning, it's enough to keep me alive. And I've got a little extra here to buy the things that bring me joy and Mm. it is what it is, you know, so Mm. I think that right now people are a lot more expressive of how they feel and it's coming across as though we're a lot more sensitive when in actuality this is how we should have been from the get-go maybe we would, yeah. we would be maybe they wouldn't have been two world wars had people, people just been as sensitive and I'm using air quotes right now as I say mm-hmm, this
1: mm-hmm. Uh,
0: as we are right now you know that's what mm-hmm. I think do you think we're a lot more sensitive than people of the past?
2: No, no, I think I definitely agree with you. And I think what bothers people with all of this um, adjustments with things and even in the workspace or even you knowing your worth and people translating that as, oh, uh, maybe you're so hard to work with or you've got an attitude or whatever. People just are not used to that, especially to the older generation when you express that, no, uh, this job and this position. And I've heard people who say that I'm not taking a position that's it's paying more, but it's more work. But my 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 mental health is 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 not doing well, so therefore I'm not going to do that. Back in the day, your our fathers, our uncles, our whoever, they will take that position because they get to yeah, drive yeah. a Merc, they get to do whatever. Because but they're not happy. There's people who just do that, yeah. but every day they they drinking themselves to bed, like they're just not happy. But they've got this, you know, in in the streets, your status has this job and he's got this position and lives in this house, but he's unhappy. You know what I mean?
1: So, yeah.
2: and then that overall affects us, and that's also affected us as children to think or whatever. So I don't think we're too sensitive. Um, I think we we'll, we will have to wait and see how um, this this whole thing is going to work out and pan out, and get feedback from YouTubers because obviously they're going to give you feedback on to as to how this new system works for them if it's helpful or you know what I mean.
0: But yeah, I definitely agree. We, we're gonna mm. have to hear from them.
2: mm. I I think um, also what I like with YouTube is that they don't come up with these things on their own as a company. From when I watch YouTubers, maybe they'll tell you, I went to the seminar with YouTube. And then they actually engage with people who use their platforms as to what we can do to improve maybe the space. That's why they have YouTube Black. Like, they recognize that Black people aren't celebrated. Aren't acknowledged on this platform, how can we do a space that is safe for black people and they do that, so I think maybe with that maybe they're just doing it, reviewing it seeing how well it works, and if it doesn't unfortunately they'll have to take it back you know what I mean, yeah. and TikTok does that as well so yeah. yeah oh over this past weekend, a lot was happening we were having the Memorial the clerk uh, that nigga is dead. That nigga
1: dead.
2: <laughs> anyway, actually, number one, can I admit that I was shocked? I was like, "This nigga is alive." Uh, let me not call him that. Sorry, guys. Um, that guy is like alive i was shocked i was like he's alive the, yes. even my grand was shocked i was like i was like i didn't even know i didn't even care about his whereabouts i didn't i just knew that this man did this in history and that's it i didn't know he was alive and imagine exactly
0: anyway
2: so fine this whole week this weekend on saturday they hosted a space ah! it was like a memorial service guys um kind of what is that hashtag?
0: Um, so memorial,
2: memorial. service. Yeah, yeah, memorial service. to Memorial service. Basically that. And then when I saw it, actually when I saw it trending, I was like, memorial service. Did they host a state thing for those men? Please, I baby yes. we'll burn this country down, and then here comes guys. We're going to. If you don't know, Twitter has this place where it's calls like it's a space. It's like it's equivalent to if you go live on Instagram or other platforms. But that one's a space. You host spaces. I think you can it's see. Such a
0: beautiful platform. Yeah. Oh,
2: I love it so much. Oh my god. So they host the space. Guys, so still
0: gonna love it.
2: Yeah, yeah, guys. Let me tell you. Actually, I love. Before we get into that, I love that with the space you can be like wherever you are without feeling like. You need to have your image on a certain level or have the background or have aesthetics. All you have to do is have good internet and have your microphone if you have or earphones and just communicate with your guests. I love people who do threads. Remember back in the day, you'd create a thread writing everything down. Now you can just put up a state, I mean a, a tweet. You can put up a tweet and say, Guys, yo, this guy dribbled me. People if the people are keen, then the person will be like, Hey guys, eight o'clock when I gonna have a space, get a story time. And it's so much fun. You guys are just sitting and you just feel mm-hmm. like you have these friends online. But anyway, I digress. So we have like the space over the weekend, guys. Neil <laughs> Memorial Service. Actually, Bongani, that space prompted me to feel like you know what? Nakibatohi will have a fun and celebrate this death of um Khert. <laughs> <Claire. laughs> <No, no. laughs>
0: <laughs> Forgive her because for she knows not what she's saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> forgive me yeah um this man the clerk yes so then fine guys there's a ho- there's a space hosted i forgot her name i feel so afterlife. bad Is it palisa uh
0: huh? i do think it is but it's, sorry i'm just saying he's still troubling you even in his afterlife
2: yeah sh- yeah anyway so then she hosted a space guys she did a memorial service and essentially what we're doing is like what you do at a memorial service we give speeches about like the man this person was da, 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 da. oh my goodness guys it was hilarious the the thing is that you had to speak broken afrikaans we didn't care if you went to those bougie uh, schools where you knew how to speak all that afrikaans so yeah, yeah. that was not the space for it. In fact,
0: who said we don't was that
2: Africa. Mm. And essentially that space was such a like and also Bangani, did you notice that even as oh, black people, oh my goodness, like this is what makes black people so remarkable? Like this man was such a horrible person. Like such a horrible person. But then she made that space so safe that Yet yeah, we mustn't swear at him. Like it, it didn't become ugly. Like she didn't use like oh him, him being a, a, a ugly person or a evil person make us into that. Like even when people wanted to come in and swear and say all those kinds of things, he's like, girls, like I'm not comfortable with that. We're
0: keeping it clean. Yeah, We're heard gonna her. have fun. You no, know, I was losing network because I was outside uh-huh. and I was walking like that. Uh-huh. But I heard her at some point saying, "Listen," and I think this was close to when she was closing it. She was saying, yes. "Listen, this." Is- more than what I intended it to be, and mm. I am not comfortable with where this is going right now. Mm. So, we're definitely gonna have to close it. But, thank you for coming through type of vibe. I mean, I was dead asleep, I must let you know. I was deep in a nap, an unintended nap, by the way. Next thing I'm getting a call from Bunta, and Bunta's just like, Listen, are you busy? And I'm like, no, hesitantly, I'm like, No. <laughs> It's just like, "Listen, you need to go onto that and listen to this thing." I got on there, and first of all, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, "What is going yeah. on?" You yeah, know the Africans. Uh, I'm like, "Yes, we did it. no magutiwa is puno ang by the verse that I'm. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> I
1: actually, please."
2: Please
1: play a snippet for our listeners
0: so they can hear what was happening there. Who <laughs> you may laugh me? I may war. Baya, 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 so right.
2: Fair enough. Yeah. Fender storm. Haman's cry.
0: Baya Mansus didn't know that Menier Detect was the first, the first influencer. Menier Detect was the reason that. Alma's parents had furniture bay Joshua to support. <laughs> um, that he was the man that was advertising die furniture shop with the same <laughs> who, who met
2: same <laughs> <laughs> I? Guys, I can't get over that space. Like every time I go on TikTok, I find videos and I want to laugh because I'm like. That was so genius. Like, we managed to, you know, it, it, like, what he did, you know, come be undone. But also in the same breath, like, to have so much fun. And people were like, guys, we're going to go drink. Let's meet up at this place. We're going to have a good time. We're going to party and celebrate the death of this man. And it was, like, a really, really good day for a man to die.
0: For me, what I absolutely loved about it was <laughs> the the re- reclamation of, a narrative in terms of mm. you know
1: it's,
0: we're going to be told that he was one man this way you know the newspapers mm. were saying oh the last um uh-huh. white president of south africa is a, a former statesman of south africa and people were like why are you not saying the last apartheid president you know why aren't you mm. saying those things call it
1: what, call it what it is
0: yes exactly so this was us saying you know what under Zozi's mandate, we're going to mm. enter the space mm. and we are going to tell the narrative and we're going to take, take it up according to how we believe it needs to be taken up. Mm. I'm- mm. Tears listening to some of those things that those people were saying. I could it's not believe what was going on there. That was hella entertaining, and I think it was so smart. I think we need to continue it. In all honesty, I believe we should call it the people's memorial services. Whenever someone passes away, you itina asimeng to this. Right, this is a full space, this is a memorial for each and every person, whether it's a big name, whether it's not a big name, whether we love them, whether we didn't love them, this is a volatile see unpack to what this person meant, simo as South Africans I I think it's quite it's quite great, and I think it's one way for us to 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 get in on it. We're not we we're always watching these people's things on TV and mm. we always hear like, words of specially curated guests coming and saying these things about these people it would be great for us to be able to open such spaces and i mean it has the potential to turn violent but what doesn't in south africa
1: yeah, but
0: I do think it would be it is, yeah, it would be great. It would be, I, I would enjoy listening to something like that for each and every celebrity, politician. Mm. Um, I don't know what else, you know, accountant, yeah, no, I definitely, LLB, yeah. LLB Twitter is popular. The chefs are also very popular these days mm. for all of them. It would be great,
2: yeah. No, that space is very that that, that whole idea of having a space on Twitter is like very genius but i've been watching oh my god defining love is back oh my god i still have a dream of being on defining love mark my words guys are manifesting guys defining Let's love manifest is
0: the man first
2: manifests. do you ever you did you say you want to ever be on, on defining love or never
0: no i don't think i can handle that pressure hey
2: i think no no i wouldn't do it dating i'll do it married
0: okay i agree with that but still even then i would step into it so cautiously
2: Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely doing defining love. Uh, Future Bay, take notes.
1: Anyway, so
2: <laughs> um um um, defining love. They had uh, Nozibele. Sorry, let me get her name. And and Skumbu, so I don't know if you know uh, uh, Nozibele. Do you know her? No. So she's the lady who who shared her story about how she was. Um,
0: oh um, yes, Nozibele or something like that. I,
2: I I think just keep it at her name because I don't know if that's the the last name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the one who took us on a tour in her primary school i told you about yes. this woman
2: Yes, the documentary lady yes <laughs> no we've discussed her
0: before okay, yes. in length.
2: yes so she um she she was on defining love with her husband but i was just like yo that episode made me cry like i've only had like i don't know if no, some episode almost bore me to tears but like oh no man like yo that it's just so beautiful and not just because I don't know. I think something about that man is so beautiful. Like, and I just don't know if we have that. And no, no offense to you, Budi, Bongani. Um, obviously, I've never experienced you. I've experienced you as a friend, but I've never experienced you like, oh, like, you know, Bongani romantically does this. But, like, when she mentioned how, you know, after, like, they met up, with, you know, they were com- they were communicating via email, na? And then... Yeah. Uh then he, he, they they went on their first date. Not a first date, but she wanted to sit him down and let him, let him know that, you know, she's infected, like, or HIV and stuff. And she told tell, tell her the whole yeah. story, like, she's told us. And then they were on the date. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling it like I was there at the back. But, like, the way it's so beautiful, like, his reaction. So, she says she's sitting mm-hmm. there. She's telling this man that, okay, HIV and the saw was uh, infected and I found out on this day, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, apparently... How she tells the story is like his face was still the same. Like there was no shock. There was no, you know how anyone who, who, the stigma of it, like, you know how anyone would react like, oh my goodness, ew, or no, whatever. You know, you'd even think people are educated would would react differently. But no, he reacted like he was just not even shocked. And after he was told and she's like, okay, he's like, okay, I hear you. And he's like, okay, can I still get my date? I was like,
1: what the fuck? Mm. Never, not in
2: South Africa. He just said, no, what, can I still go on my other date? And then when I watch their stories and how he describes growing up, like the, uh, he, gr- he describes that when they grew up and how they were raised, as like they were like, there were those households where it was just not just their siblings. Their mother was always somebody who was accepting of people. You know what I mean? Like of people of bra- different backgrounds. That mother, you know, that mother who buys shoes for kids, who feeds kids in the community, who cares for people. Yes, and, yes. Like imagine Take raising them, your care. kids... Uh, exactly, He's raising your kids to that level Yahuri, people's backgrounds and where they come from does not define who they
0: are yes. It's not he, who they are spoke, right now.
2: Yeah. And he spoke about how how she carried herself, like he didn't, somebody will look at you like, oh HIV, oh my goodness you you were you a hoe, whatever, he believed her, he believed that she said she was innocent in this thing, in this encounter and with her being um uh, affected by it, you know what I mean, being infected by is it infected, nah
0: affected affected infected infected? if you have it affected if your family or someone you love has it
2: yeah so like how he spoke about the whole thing and still being able to separate her from this you know phenomenon this whole thing like for me it was just like wow like that was defining love that for me was like this is the show. Like if somebody said, Give me the, the 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 video that makes and describes the show and what it means, that man did define that love. You know what I mean? You like,
0: know, yeah. Mm-hmm. M- Mzansi definitely agrees with you. One of our favorites, Mzwandile and Caesar, the gentle giant say, honestly, one of our faves, we absolutely love them, mm-hmm. enjoy this. Nomfunego Nosilela says, I don't mind to be labeled biased, but this was the best defining video I have mm. ever watched. Mm. I like that they were natural, the way we know them, and they didn't perform for the cameras. No, never. Otandile Matjeleni says, make me realize the importance of marrying someone who matches your energy. Yes. They are compatible by a Tandega. Ignified in Christ, sorry, says. These two honestly give me so much hope. Almost cried watching this Christ-like kind of love. of
2: love, yes. and all those things. Those comments are so true. Like their personality. If you watch their channel, everything was mm-hmm. translating. It wasn't really actor more defining. Also, their energy matched so well. And also, like it highlighted the importance of friendship in a relationship. Like you know, like being with your best friend is so nice because even if you're nervous, but just because your best friend's there, now you told me, okay, we're gonna do this. Blah blah blah. Like. Those people are just such a pleasure. And I am so happy that Nozi, after going through something so traumatic, found, like, you know, when you're like, have you ever interacted with someone? I don't know if you've had that, but I've had it, like, where you're like, Mm-mm. because of this interaction with someone, God really loves me. You know what? I'm not, I'm not forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like, this person really does, you know, show that mudimu And that's exactly what who is and yeah that episode was really lovely anyway what have it's you been watching on ninety
0: thousand views i remember uh, watching and uh-huh. about her on this channel on this uh, podcast quite a number uh, of times mm. and it's quite exciting to see her being um, on Defining. She's worked mm. quite diligently at her channel mm. and also bringing her man in. I mean, I was a little aux at some point when they were doing some of the challenges because mm. I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, he looks so grown to be doing these <laughs> challenges. <laughs> Elizabeth really like it's dragging him into this YouTube live. Mm. But it's great to see they love being celebrated here because it means they've connected with people. 90,000 views, that's mm. quite a great to achieve and i mean this was released on the 11th so it's only it's it's been less than what four days it's already sitting on 90,000 views so you've made me excited to go ahead and watch it just looking at the comments there is love everywhere Saba messiah says theirs is a love that resonates with us everyday people theirs is a love that proves companionship to to be a beauty and a privilege. Theirs is simply doing life with your bestie. Lirato. What? Libozi. What does mean? Libozi.
2: Beautiful. It means it's beautiful.
0: Oh, I was getting in and out. In and out. In and out. I hope you know that reference. Ah.
2: Uh, ah. Uh, mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I know. It.
0: <laughs> Diary of a Mad Black Woman, when she's getting married again, and they've got um, uh, was it Maya Angelou there giving oh! a poem? Of
2: <laughs> oh no, that's quite the throwback. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Rick, I, I, I say that I'm like a millennial and partially like Gen Z, so I would. Yeah,
0: resonate <laughs> more, more with the Gen Z content. Huh? More Gen Z than millennial.
2: Yeah, I would say that sometimes.
0: Sometimes. I was watching this very interesting video. So I was on YouTube. I was um watching, I forgot what I was watching. And this video comes across. And the title says, what happened to So, How I lost my boyfriend, broken heart my traumatic experience, hashtag R.I.P. Miso. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And I went to go open the video and it's such a heartbreaking story, Punta. There's this couple, they started a YouTube channel called This Is Us. And they started their channel about a year ago. Currently, they have 37 videos on the channel. And the poor boyfriend got sick sometime this year and he ended up passing away and the girlfriend is just shattered she's explaining what happened she's explaining what were the signs from day one and it's quite interesting because this video that I'm talking about happened a month ago. Um, But two months ago, she had put up the memorial and funeral service. And I think this is gonna bring on another thing we're talking about next week. Um, Maybe I should have actually saved this for then. But I think their story was just so sad. Uh, there were a couple, they were together, they had even started moving in together and staying together. And he just started getting sick. And over time, he was having difficulties breathing. He even lost weight. He started getting weak. And the day that he passed away was just quite a traumatic day for her. And what I'm really loving about this, and it's it's going to be what... I'm going to touch on when we speak about Oami's videos is that um, there's this whole, you know, I'd, I'm letting you guys know so that I can reclaim a narrative because there might be stories going on out there, but let me tell you what happened. I was there. I can give you a four by four play. Is it four? It's not four by four. Ne? It's play by play. What is play, it? Play by play. Oh. <laughs> play, play
2: by by four by four. By <laughs> four.
0: That's it. <laughs> i knew very well that i'm wrong <laughs> play-by-play account of what took place the outpouring of love that she received after she put this video up and i just want to say to our rewinders go check them out this is us subscribe to the channel so she can keep earning from it at least watch mm. and see but she is so heartbroken for me what touched me was that at the end of the video she's like listen this is not my journey alone now that i've shared this story we all need to heal together i'm not going to be the only one healing from this mm. i'm going to share everything with you and we're going to lean and rely on each other because i cannot handle this on my own mm-hmm. oh my goodness what a heartbreaking video to watch mm. but then you go and you go look at the mm. thumbnails it's, it's just so sad that it was literally just a year ago that they had started this channel. Ooh. They were doing challenges, they were doing story times, you know, uh, a couple's channel mm. before it finds as it's growing. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, that's
2: so sad. I'm actually going to check it out because I did see that appear, but I didn't like watch it because I was like, you know, the weekend I was feeling very festive. And I was like, oh, this is very somber. I'll watch it like another time, but I'll definitely check it out she definitely deserves the support and i just love that south africa when they support you they support you
0: yes yeah that's so
2: sad no i'll definitely Definitely. check it out
0: definitely
2: oh such bad news bongan have you been watching toby rose's uh videos do you know toby rose toby rose the 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 the, the sounds
0: very familiar
2: she's a travel travel youtuber yes okay do you want me to go in depth no Oh yeah, okay. So she's a travel YouTuber and then she's like someone, like I know on the interview with Level Lion, like I've always been watching her video because we did speak about them in the past, but I don't know if you'll remember, they were called the lived experience and and her sister were doing travel content and then I think she ventured into her, yeah, yeah, like her own, um, Channel and stuff doing her own thing. I think they obviously still work together some places with the lived experiences with some on some platforms, rather. Uh, but she's doing her YouTube channel alone and she travels. And when I was watching this uh, interview with Lebel Lion, she used to work with Wife M. She had a show. Yeah, sorry.
0: No, no, no! I'm saying. "Mm."
2: Oh, I was almost saying. I told myself I need to stop saying sorry and start saying pardon because my nephew says that all the time, and I'm like, that's the correct way to (laughs) say things about pardon. All the time, I'll be like, sorry, sorry. I'm like, stop being sorry. Why are you sorry? (laughs) I'm actually
0: trying to stop saying sorry and start saying excuse me. But anyways,
2: yeah, Yeah, good. will be like, pardon, pardon. I'm like, oh, these kids. Anyway, um. So yeah, like, like I just really love her platform because she's someone who speaks about how she wants to break into spaces, guys. Zosie. Oh, wow, that woman really changed our lives. Like she occupying spaces because travel content, as we know it, doesn't it, it didn't like you know resonate for black people because travel has a that thing. Yahori, it's very you know when you travel like you're swimming. There's heights, there's all those things that are like, oh, they're not like for black people or are not associated with black people. And she's trying to change that narrative. And then she's also, you know, you know, for the narrative, Yahore. It mustn't even just be like, we know we think traveling is for you to be going to war, Europe, and what what? She's like, there's so much content and there's so wholesomeness in our continent that we need to experience before we even go anywhere else. And I just love how hard she's worked. Like the quality of her content, her videos, Bongani, her pictures. Yeah, yo, it's really beautiful. And she's like, guys, I'm only just even. Level Lion
0: her. or Toby Rose? Toby, Toby Rose, was right? On,
2: on an interview, Level Lion. So the what I'm giving oh, you is okay. the things the, the the things she mentioned on the podcast, Level Lion. And I just love yeah. that content for me. I just really love when black girls are winning. Like you know when they're saying they want to occupy a space, and I'm just like, yeah, that's her. I just wanted to give her a shout out because like she really is occupying spaces. Hey. So uh, I
0: really love it for her. I mean, that's pretty great. And the people Mm. seem to be, obviously, every time you bring a video, people are definitely agreeing with you. Oh. (laughs) I love the way Toby explained the difference between an influencer and a content creator. Mm -hmm. We need to go listen to that. Mm. Stephanie Lopepe says, Thank you, Toby and Lebo, for an amazing conversation. This episode was so authentic and insightful. Lele Shabango says, Wow! wow what a powerful conversation so so many learnings from this conversation and Mm. boss babe from being intentional about making your own mark to owning who you are a leader Mm. to working hard and knowing it'll take time Mm. thank you for the very powerful realistic and encouraging conversation you are such a great host lebo
2: yeah, no, she definitely is also an amazing host. But I also like that um Toby, you know, Toby uh, was just very honest and genuine about you know some people like wanna glamorize being an influencer and she's like, Yeah, when you get to the top, it really is nice when you start like, you know, being like having having the numbers like resonate. Like you can go to the to the to the brands and say, Yeah, this is my numbers, this is my following, this is how much impact I have, this is the amount of money I want. You know what I mean But yeah. like she spoke about like the the beginning Parts of it like when she was busy Hustling when she sold her car When she quit her job you know sometimes People downplay that like It seems glamorous like oh yeah guys I quit My job whatever to sell you sell Your car for you to be able to afford Starting up as a influencer because You believe that you can really Infiltrate the space that much So I really loved her honesty About some of the things she had to do before Getting to where she is today so yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed that video. I enjoyed her content, guys. Toby Rose, please check her
0: out. Check out Toby Rose's content, but also to watch the video, check out Label Lion Essay on YouTube. Yes. So someone else I got to watch this weekend was Owami. I saw from... a tweet from Merica, actually. Merica was tweeting about how Owami was letting it all out and i was thinking to myself oh my goodness i need to go and listen to this i need to go and check it out so i went onto youtube went to go look at the video and Owami, as we all know uh she had to go through she went through a a, a divorce and she's been sharing about the divorce and n- now recently she was sharing about how she paid her own lobola She paid her own lobola to uh, get married to her husband. And for me, it was quite jaw-dropping. And I didn't expect her to come and be honest about it on such a level. And she really was like an open book and she was letting people know, listen, young ladies, women, don't do this. Don't pay your own lobola. If he says he wants to do it, let him do it. Let him finish it from start to finish. because I was thinking I'm helping him. Now he doesn't want to pay me back. And I think what was striking for me from that video, two things. The first thing, very superficial, she says that everything she's telling us about her divorce is nothing that her her, her mother-in-law and her former husband, her former mother-in-law and her former husband, have not told other people. So she claims that she is in possession of a recording and the recording is of her former mother-in-law and former husband speaking about her and their marriage and exactly what she did based in their view. So things like saying that she was desperate to get married to him, hence she paid her own lobola. Meanwhile, her story is that She just saw that it was costing him a lot to travel to and from Venda. So it was chowing the money he had saved for Lobola. So she to the Lobola money for him, you know? So she was just saying all the things she keeps addressing on YouTube. She's not addressing things that haven't been spoken about in public by the mother, the former mother-in-law and the former husband. She is putting fact to truth um, truth and fact behind something that has been spoken about in public and my jaw absolutely dropped and this is what I was speaking about earlier on when I was speaking about that whole narrative I'm loving how, y- y- you know the thing is about patriarchy na- no is that you must suffer in silence and mm. that's what, what saying, that even if you suffer in silence or you suffer in public like she is on YouTube you're suffering nonetheless mm. you're both going to die People mm. who have suffered, so mm. you might as well share your lesson, or um, just suffer in silence. But what I'm loving about it is that it's allowing these women, and it's what we saw with Ikial friend Gamiso as well. It seemed like when she was recording that video, she was trying to dispel some of the rumors that were going on mm. out there. You mm-hmm. know, so it's giving them this platform to. Be able to tell their side of the story the way it they experienced things and stop this thing of men going out and being the biggest gossips and shaming a woman and now making her help looking like it was her desperation mm. to be a married woman, you know. Mm. And she's just saying, Listen, I didn't even want this to go through in the first place because I wasn't on good terms with my family but I saw he was serious about it and I saw his money was getting child shame. He looked so sad so I decided to give him some money so that he can finish it off and now he's giving me hell meanwhile the narrative he's telling his family and all of free state is that i was desperate to get married so that to the point where i even gave him money to marry me Mm. you know Mm. so i think what i love about the platform and it's something that we need to recognize and applaud is that it's allowing these black women the space to reclaim the narrative and not allow patriarchy to silence them like oprah would say Mm. Uh, were you silent Or were you silenced? Mm, mm,
1: mm. Um,
0: But rather to reclaim and shift the narrative and be able to turn around and say, no, that's not how things went down. I can tell you from being inside of the house, this is how shit went down, you know? Mm. Which is quite great. The second thing I absolutely love about her videos is that oh you know and i think this is what has made her have lasting power and this is why i'm so glad that you and i went through our own workshops of trying to figure out who we are Mm. she says at the end of the video i didn't we came here and we talk about celebrities and we always talk about them with the mission of learning from them so anything they do we always are trying to learn from their lessons and their mistakes Mm. and that's why I found it important, this is her saying, mm. to come on and share my lessons and my mistakes. And she was busy saying to young women, don't ever pay for your lobola. Don't ever do that, regardless of what he's saying. And I just thought to myself, you know, this is why her channel has lasted and this is why it's going to keep on lasting. She has a mission for her channel she's coming here and she knows that she's not just sharing gossip but she wants people to learn from the mistakes that celebrities are learning and are, are, are making and just by having that outlook like that just defines your channel a lot more there are so many channels where people are giving yeah. us celebrity news mm. and some of them you don't even understand why they're giving us this news because they seem to be just regurgitating what there is out there On and they're just not even reading it like it always sounds like an english oral which is i, I wanted to say about that Twitter, it, said, it sounded like an african's oral <laughs> that everyone was struggling through but anyways um it it always just sounds like that but Oh, oh, I mean, just saying, listen, let's just talk about these things. Let's just put this out there. Let's learn from celebrities. It's going to give her channel longevity. And it's why her channel has lasted so long. Because she's made a niche for herself that, you know what, we're not just going to talk about these celebrities. We're talking about them to learn from their mistakes. And therefore, it's not just the gossip channel, you know?
2: Mm. And also, like, because people who do channels like that never want to show them being vulnerable. They just also come with that angle, exactly. yeah, oh, yeah, they're perfect and they got their shit together. And this is why, you know, this, 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 this. isn't like this. Peltusi did this, but she like puts herself also in that thing because it's also very not, uh, easy for us to feel like we want to make these people like take away the fact that they're human. So I really like that, but I like that this yeah. conversation ties in with this new show, Yabo Pamela. But I wanted to know, like, also personally for me, I would rather if my partner can't afford it, I also wouldn't get married, even if I can afford it. I I know like it's all the whole patriarchy whatever, but like I don't know, there's something about some of these things also that were put in place traditionally. I don't know. I don't want to get into debt. De- de- I don't want to get into depth with it because it's not a fully formed thought yet. But personally for me, I yeah. would do it.
0: Well, let's hear what some of Mzansi has to say. Ntsiki Patela says, I must agree with you, Owami. A lot of women pay their own lobola and keep it a secret. Jack Butloko says, This is amazing content. I actually heard your name on MacG's podcast. Just thought of checking you out. Lissa Hontawane yeah. says, i um, Hai says, I watch this and I see now why you you give such solid frank and honest advice to my ninja sisters. Mm. Also, girl, have you ever thought of approaching a back publishing company on your experience with the divorce, but with a funny and entertaining insight into it. I think the title should be Divorce Done Right. Mm. That's what let's what that's what was saying. Um says there's something about Oami's growth and healing and success that just warms my heart and lastly, says, is, Ma'am, the video quality 10 out of 10. The makeup, 10 out of 10. Hotel Trivago.
2: <laughs> is that you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, her, her quality of her video is all good. Like she does invest in it. Like every time, like she keeps getting better at
1: it.
0: So I just want to close it with good mind here saying if a man is not financially ready, he's not ready for marriage. Money matters in relationship. It does. The man must be a provider or else he will resent you. Wendy Williams and Mary J. Blige being some examples. One of the biggest lies we were told is that money didn't matter in relationship. That it's all about love. Not true. (laughs) Love is not enough. Provision matters. Who is this person? Can
1: can can
0: we start a relationship corner with them over here on this podcast? Oh goodness, because
1: actually, speaking
2: of that, Bongani, I wa- I wanted to say I don't have any more YouTubers to discuss, but we can tie in that with the um, girlfriend allowance, yeah,
0: Oh yes, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Mm, 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 mm. Zanti, I hope you're sitting down wherever you are. <sighs> if you are South African, <laughs> I'm sure at this point they've down. already recovered
2: from the chat about Michali's allowance. And how much it is.
0: Listen the cute allowance. For those of you who hasn't heard, for those of you who haven't heard it, turn up your volume.
1: Okay.
0: This is Michali speaking to Boiety on a YouTube show called Girl Chat. Is that what it's called? Between um Michelle and certain guests, and it so happened to be that this episode had boy tea. And this is what they were saying <laughs> <laughs> I once had a girlfriend allowance, and Shame was cute. That's cute. Please give me 50k a month. That's very cute. Mm. That's, I That's was good. happy. Yeah. And it's like
1: it, it's like it
0: sorted out everything for you at the you time. You know, like it. it been you? Hey.
1: Yeah, 50k is cute. Uh,
0: what? <laughs> cute. Punto, I got a job in sula ugupa pa umuntoa ngisona i five hundred rands. Ngisama ngu on air.
2: Lepong Listen, hear me out, neh can you can you can we can we talk about how calm the response was like yeah it, it, it was cute i'm thinking no she'll just say maybe gotta give me sally
0: maybe
2: $6, 50k is cute guys
0: 50k eh, is eh, cute eh?
2: <laughs> then after that i proceeded to ask my friends if they get girlfriend allowances
0: and what did they say they do but, Ooh, but
2: no, no, not, like, hectic things like that. Like, I don't think, I don't think, I also, what I was worried about is that, like, young girls mustn't think that's an entitlement, like, because what you're your breathing, you deserve an, a girlfriend allowance. But I feel like diff- girlfriend allowance comes in different forms, like, if you're in a relationship. Like, I know it was, for me, it, is, it could be, like, something that is, like, to make your life easier. <laughs> in the sense mm-hmm. that, if, let's say, you know that, um... May, for instance i'm sorry can we use uh, a producer in the in a space where we really need to ask for permission because these are this is like cuz i mean you're the only one in a relationship but for instance like making life easier maybe for instance you know she is um she's a very active person And then you can hear someone say, maybe like you watch the ad on YouTube and it says, oh, this new hiking gear helps this, this, or, you know, those backpacks that help hiking and it's got water, what, what thing attached to it, but making life easier with like hearing what your partner says they need. Not that it's a must. And I think it can come on both way, ways. But in this instance, with most of the time, it'll be like, oh, if the guy has gang money or I don't know if it has to do with a guy's gang money, but I've never heard the girlfriend allowance thing reverse to like a guy getting something from the girl every month, like financial assistance. I've never heard that. So I'm going to say it from how I've always seen it. So like seeing what people are not like, for, I mean, who's going to give you 50K? Because when I asked, when I told my grand, are. And then in no go, have a If Moto can give you 50K, best believe that's his change. Please. You know what I mean? But like, in, there's other forms where people do it, like, if, like, if in how I've ever experienced it, because I've never gotten girlfriend allowance. But it was like, okay, what do you need? Do you understand?
1: Yeah. Like, what do you need this yeah. month?
2: Then I'm put in and I'm fit in the budget. Like, oh, I wanted to... Oh, do you want to do your hair? Do you want to do this, Dan? Like, oh, okay, I'm, I can do that for you. But it's not like it felt like you were entitled to it. But, like, you have a partner who's like, oh, how can I be of assistance? You know what I mean? Like... Oh, do you want petrol? Do you want, you know what I mean? There's people who do that. Like, okay, every month they can pay for your petrol. And not that, and you, it's for me, for me, it's not an entitlement. And I'm not saying Mikali said she was entitled to it, but it's like, I don't want people to go and look at that video and think that they must go and date guys and think they're entitled to it. But if that's something you do, that's also fine. Like, if you feel you're entitled to it, that's also fine. Like, I want people and women to have the freedom to dingy because Mikali, I uh, think uh, Mikali, Medica tweeted that she actually is shocked that she spent her life being scared to ask guys for money. And I was like to this day, I yes, would never I, saw that too as
1: well.
2: I would never. I don't know. Like it's trauma. <laughs> it's trauma. It's trauma based. It's not like that I don't want to. I wouldn't ask someone, but I would never. But like, yeah, some people do it via assistance. So for you, Bongani, it's not like it's a bad thing that you're like, yo, I can't take out whatever, whatever amount. But like, there's some people who do it who like just make their their girlfriend's lives easier. Like, you wanna pay for, yeah. um, you know, like you know it'll make her happy for her to join yoga hot pot yoga this month. You pay for the you get her a gift card for that. Like something that will just make life smoother for your girl. You know what I mean? So I don't think we must put pressure on people but if people want the pressure they must take it but if they don't want it but some people just do it for assistance but also we live in the world where people get to choose if that's what they feel they deserve they deserve it and if some people think oh, yeah you know what i mean
0: yeah 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 no i definitely when did I, as a a guy, how
2: did you receive the thing when you watched it
0: my jaw fell to the ground i was like <laughs> how much is he making He's able to just give you 50k a month
2: <laughs> my grand says
0: you know guys <laughs> you know like you think you know? Hanga is a fifty k man. that Imagine.
2: <laughs> when are you thinking that's your 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 prime? Then your girlfriend's like, yeah. In my past relationship, that's I used to get that fine. as allowance.
0: <laughs> imagine. <laughs> that's what you're praying for after deductions. Yeah. That's what you're still praying for after deductions. Like, if you chase money, you're never gonna be happy, guys. will always be someone. He's yeah, going to say his 50k i'm sure 100,000 you hundred know? thousand. But did you hear when no, Boity like- he
2: said um yeah but like yeah what would be really nice is 450,000
0: I'm like guys <laughs> is, is she inferring that that's what she has received
2: No she's saying that that would be like something that sets her nice
0: every month that's in three months you've gotten more than a million how's that possible
2: <laughs> yeah
0: how much is this person making how much do they have how much have they what inherited what do they do
2: for a living is the question because <laughs> the tweets were saying other things but yeah anyway um yeah that was really like the highlight of this weekend's chats with the girlfriend allowance chat
0: we need to give O Pam a round of applause because O Pam Lam Tonger. <laughs> she's got a new show it's called will he say yes it premiered on honey now honey tv is this new show this new channel on multi-choice it started in february 2021 and it's somewhat of like a pan african lifestyle show uh it's got a great tv talk show that anila hosts called the buzz and it's got other shows like nollywood queens and Pastor wives now she's on this show with karabon Twing. Garabo now, we all know her from Yo TV. Mm. She's also now on 5 FM. And basically the question, the, the premise of the show is that women uh, propose to their boyfriends and ask them to get married. And it's it's quite beautiful. I think Pamela has done quite a great job for herself. She's actually breaking into mainstream media now. Mm. Not to say that this is her first time, but landing a TV show like this from uh doing what she was doing in terms of being an influencer to being an MC now and voice artist and all of that and radio host to now definitely getting into what you call this mainstream media by being on a television show that is broadcasting through all of Africa is, you know what, it is ever, it is ever, Abanganbe Tugutipapu <laughs> Yebatini, Izaandla. Yebo, Animo Peenilapo, give her some more. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Amazing. Wow, they're not stopping. So, Twing is quoted as saying, reality TV is, so, is often so heavily orchestrated from scripting to casting and getting the right people to be on the show. I think what makes Will He Say Yes a unique experience is that people will see things exactly as they unfold. These are ordinary women who are madly in love and they with their own stories told their own way pamela is quoted as saying there is a generation of people in this case women who are liberated in their thinking and want to challenge the norm especially when it comes to love this means that the show will trigger conversations that reflect on events occurring within our circles that are considered taboo and hopefully we will keep an open mind Mm. so i'm quite excited to watch the show unfortunately Tonight, when it was supposed to air Monday, the 15th of um, November, it didn't air. They tweeted something, Honey TV tweeted, telling us to catch the repeat on Saturday uh, at 9.30 a.m., which is rather disappointing, Mm. but I think... Well done to Pamela. you no, know wonderful And
2: when you were mentioning Horee, she was she was breaking into mainstream. Like if you follow her and her content, you can you you can tell from the things she says. Horee, this has always been her dream. Like it's not just because oh, yes. I'm an influencer and this. Yeah. This is always something she's always yes. wanted. So to see her dreams come to life, I mean, and she does a it's really fun. good job. Mm. To,
0: to know that she worked on it herself, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, well done. No, she honestly deserves a round of applause. Well done to her, definitely. Just one last quick one. I was watching this lady on YouTube, Bunza. Her name is, I think, um, let me just double check here quickly. Her name, so I was watching Oami's video talking about the divorce. And then I saw this one person comment and say that, no, how dare he? You must. He must be the provider of the house, and I'm like, Oba Adilona, oh, oh, sa peta, oh, sa nendle ngondolene. Yuguti intotohi yug mile ibe provider and clean. Her name is Life with Zonaza, and I went to go check it out, and kimo zalone zalone z z z zalone zalone z z. So I was like, okay, I understand that comment. But she put up um, a story time. This is what I want to tell you. She's got about 11.4 subscribers. Go check her out. Life with Zoe Nazar. She put up a story time. God saved me from marrying a satanic narcissist man. <laughs> part one and part two. And when two. I watch that. This person was a politician. She says when she first arrived at his house, she saw something crawling on the roof. Ah. she says she says when she would go he once sent her she i don't know they they had a fight or something like that and he once sent her a mirror and her and her white dress after that with these things in the house she had she had a feeling that there were like two spirits two men in the house and she just prayed them away and she gave the things away as well the very next day like the stories that she's telling i'm sitting here going oh my goodness i was like glued to the edge of my seat i know i don't think i'm gonna watch it
2: (laughs) it's not my kind of content
0: (laughs) why are you saying that now i'm realizing i'm home alone and now you don't want to join in on this with no, no, i'm gonna have to go
2: i mean i like these. i like story times but not like those things i'm just like "Mm." i like watching i might might sound weird but i think we also have to be open about the kind of content we like i do like uh christian uh, uh content creators but i don't like hectic ones like I don't know if that's even a thing but like yeah she doesn't sound no, like uh, my colour. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah no i was also i was also like okay th- this is one of them hectic ones yeah. definitely, definitely i love
2: definitely. it for them but um i'm I'm getting grand you know bongani what do we need to take back what? remember when we were hating on wendy's challenge i mean cha- uh, wendy's content not the black wendy the other yeah. wendy sibia yes have you seen her content
0: she's also black no
2: yo it's so beautiful really yeah obviously maybe her personality i don't obviously hasn't changed but like yo, the way her channel her channel has transformed her style her aesthetic and it's just like you can see she evolved and she puts in a lot of work but i'm just like i wish her numbers could go like grow but nonetheless it's so beautiful but also like sometimes she has vlogs that one hour and i'm like bro
0: one hour.
2: minutes hour.
0: Yo those are people who are easy to edit. They just put their videos cut and paste <laughs> one behind the other.
2: <laughs> she needs to watch Lydia Dinga's videos because that girl will give you angles. She will give you splits. She will give you like yo no, she does the most with editing. I love her videos. Yeah, yeah one really? hour. I wanna watch it before I give feedback as to if she edited it or not. Because some people say they've edited okay. and they still have an hour. So, Ritabon, I'll check it out.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, and that okay. is it
2: for YouTube Digest. Well, Do you have anything else?
0: No, nothing else I was going to say. That's that's all I have. And that's, that's all she wrote.
2: <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Instagram. At the rewind underscore essay. And
0: send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com.
2: Yours is consistent with her posting, and that grew her channel so insanely. First. So
0: why don't you try that as well?
2: No, no, I'm not important. Hell no! I
0: will tell you, I, I really prefer Sinovoyo's voice. It sounds like she just had a glass of wine, and uh-huh. she just lit a cigar, and now she's talking to you. So Copano, how often does she upload then?
2: Yo, like once a month.
0: Seriously? Yeah. Once a month is a very easy consistency to hit.
2: Yeah, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy. But no, we don't want that, only that.
0: She's gonna tell you what she's doing with her hair and. Am I overdoing it now? I
2: don't know, but. Come na- on!
0: Word on the street. Here we go again. Welcome back to Word on the street. Earlier on, we were asking you, as an independent artist, how did you how did the lockdown affect you and i actually wanted to clarify you know the reason i'm saying lockdown is because the pandemic and the lockdown for me whilst they are symbiotic and you can speak of them interchangeably Mm. it's different situations you know it's one thing to be going through a pandemic but it's another thing to actually be locked down Mm where you can't leave your home Mm. and you are told to stay still and you can only leave for food and you can't even leave for work, you know? So I think for us as people who live off of... um, It's Patrick. Um, The emotions of other people receiving our work, excuse me, for us who live off of people receiving our work, Mm. um, I think the lockdown... Must have had quite a unique effect on us Let's hear what some of Mzansi has to say Patrick um The lockdown affected us really bad We were not allowed to work Um I think if you're not a voiceover artist You really can get money here or there Uh You were stranded Because you're only allowed to work As artists, theatre artists Not even TV, theatre artists from level 2 Level 1 So if you're TV at least you could Get a few coins here yeah. or there but theatre, I go 13 months without work. Mm.
2: That is so hateful.
0: 13 months without work. And that that's difficult to go through. Mm. I mean, there are still some people that are not unemployed, don't have work, don't have jobs right now. It's not like 2021 has made it any better for them. Mm. But I think with performing artists they were honestly one of the industries that were put at such an immediate disadvantage restaurants and waiters in them. I definitely agree as well. Immediate disadvantage, especially during the hard lockdown, but imagine having shows lined up local and international tours, Mm. all of that canceled because people cannot be gathered in the same space together. Dude, and
2: imagine, imagine when Casper was complaining about not having work, and I'm like, Yo, what about us, bruh? Casper, your vest, Mister.
0: Exactly.
2: Endorsements and everything. He's complaining, and then I'm like, Obviously, I know he's got more responsibility and everything, but still, he's got like money. And then what about performing artists? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Um. I don't want to drag onto it too much of an, right now. Oh, yes, we do have. Yes. Guest joining us who will also help us unpack. Mm. This is someone who was at the marches um, during uh, the the pandemic, right outside the NAC mm. offices. So, we'll really get a first hand account of what exactly went down. Mm. But for now, let's leave it there and let's get into my favorite segment, Zanzi recap. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again.
2: You're
0: listening to the rewind. Mzansi recap. Welcome back to mzanzi recap, um, right here on the Rewinding Camera once again. Bongani Sego. Punta's right here by my side. Still, how are you doing, Punta?
2: I'm doing well. I'm doing better. This episode is fire. <laughs> <laughs> joking i'm joking i'm acting weird i'm i'm i'm, I'm still on board
0: you are fire
2: <laughs> thank you
0: <laughs> so earlier on we were saying we're gonna have a special guest to join us from Zanzi. recap we've tried to record with this guest so we're just gonna keep it going i feel like i to we were teasing the attention just like
2: that no, guys, there's a genuine person that's going to come. We don't like attention like that. It's bad enough, Rira, podcasting every day. We get all that attention. Best believe we're going to have the guest.
0: As for Rira, podcasting every day.
2: Okay, every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. So... <clears throat> On this segment, we sort of like to sit down and uh, catch up on some of the biggest news that are taking place in Mzansi in South Africa and give our reaction on what has happened and what we think about it. And the first of which is this news coming out of NSFUS, the National Student Financial Aid Scheme. It says that they are changing their funding guidelines Mm. um, according to a public outcry regarding a reported um, 75% pass mark being required uh, to qualify for funding. Hectic. So you need to pass 75% of your modules to continue receiving funding. So let's say you start first year, you apply for NASFIS, they give it to you. Mm. You better make sure over to you pass 75% of your model- modules.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's and really when you thing. pass
0: them. Then you will continue getting your funding. Mm. I mean, I do think it's a good thing. Yeah, I really do think it's a good thing. It's going to make sure that a, a good standard is kept, yeah. and it's going to make sure that people are not squandering un- NASFAA's money, even if they receive fourteen mm. million mm. by purpose or by accident. You know? But <laughs> yeah. I do think there is a lack of consideration with regards to a how difficult. Tertiary level education can be mm-hmm. and B, what is it that contributes to someone being an active student in the classroom so much so that they can even go home and do their schoolwork and pass their tests and everything like that? It's more than just me showing up, it's more than just you paying for me to be in class Mm. with my textbook Mm. so much comes into play when it comes to how i'm applying myself Mm. things that are internal factors that i control in terms of my laziness my procrastination and Mm -hmm. shit like that but also there are external things in terms of how long it takes me to get to campus um am i hungry am i not hungry Mm. am i uh A child led household back at home, you know, Mm. when I get home, Mm. you know, like Mm. I have to cook, I have to make my help my brother with their Mm. homework, Mm. and sometimes I'm just tired, you know. So, I don't think there is it, you can't just have one blanket of 75 percent without. Without some sort of a a loophole that can allow for someone's circumstances to be assessed and also someone to make a case for themselves, you know?
2: Mm, it's yeah, it's really um Okay, I also get I get I definitely one hundred percent get that argument because Yes, because I did think about it because there are some p- kids who rely on Nespa so they can feed their families. Because even if you are at Riz, the money doesn't just go to you. Yeah. Even the little money that they have now doesn't go just to you. You must split your groceries to send back home because they don't have food and whatever. But I want to talk about, like, if I'm saying in Vossi, the kids who are on Nesfas, who had, who had schooling, like, they were on, they had school paid, they had, they had Riz. Like, everything was, like, sharp. Neh? As far as, like, being sharp at school is. Not, Hore, they were yeah. perfect. Like, they had cars or whatever. But, like, you know, as good as... And I felt like some people used to abuse that. And I feel like sometimes we come at the thing, Ya Hore, you I'm entitled to it. I just feel oh, that... Like people abuse mm, the I just feel like some people were just like... Like, yo, dude, you, you could might as well do a phd you've been here for a while and then you failing and not focusing because i would see how their attitude is maybe towards school or sometimes they'll bunk classes and they just sit outside them not doing that does they don't know they're taking away from another child who could be going in first year and getting funding i know the whole system is messed up with the government already stealing and not giving enough money but them not wanting to just because there's the library we had internet we had a uh what's that internet cafe what's it place where we use the computers where you could do assignments. Mm. There was buses to raise or whatever. Like it wasn't like lavish, but it was enough for most students that I used to see. And I'm just like, dude, you've been doing this subject and maybe like the issue was maybe a learning, um, the learning wasn't as they went as cause some people don't come from different backgrounds. So me, if I'm absorbing this information, like you and Bongani, you're just like, okay, history was easy. And for me it was yeah. maybe I would understand things like that, but there were people I would see who were like, oh, and I'm not going to go to that class. Oh, I'm not doing this next year. They're doing that subject again. And I'm just like, I don't know. Cause we also, if we're doing that, if I'm staying behind, then which means another kid who's coming from matric can't get the funding because so much, so much of us are still in school. We're not finishing. I don't know
0: so are you saying there should be a limit to how many years you receive the funding so apart from just you passing 75 percent of your mm-hmm. modules you also only have access to five years worth of funding because a degree is a good four mm-hmm. years if you're going to go do your yeah, honors yeah, yeah. um slash bachelor's. Mm-hmm. so five years is if you maybe want to push masters yeah. or not but also maybe if you fail at least one year you know um, then you could potentially, but then if you fail that year, then it, you're not making a 75%, so they're not going to fund yeah. you again. But I think you know? maybe they
2: can make an exception for, like, you know, you're saying, like, they say, of oh, 75%, like, if let's say they had that gap and then they say, I wanted to do my master's, then they're like, okay, let's extend it for Bunsa because she's uh, on the dean's list or whatever. There must be exceptions, but also, I don't get the standard in the country of education of how the bar is so low. You've brought up really dope points about. You know, there are different circumstances and all of us don't learn the same. But there are students who are really honestly just there for vibes. Yeah. But maybe like there could be also maybe that's more admin, but the campuses offer those things. We had a psychologist on campus. Maybe there's some issue with the learning ability to, you know what I mean? Those kind of things could be involved. But like some people like really drag it and you're like, Bro, seven years later, you're still doing that diploma. Never mind degree. And I'm just like, maybe there's an issue, but some people honestly chill. They're like on holiday.
0: You know, yeah, some people, <clears throat> I definitely agree with you on that one. But I feel like you are always going to find people abusing the system mm-hmm. everywhere, in every corner, definitely. you know? Um, regardless of whether it's a school system, a health system, a driving system, it's transport, like there's going to always be people that are abusing it and getting even tax systems where you've got the richest people paying the lowest amount of tax percentage compared to the most poorest of people, you know, there's always people that are going to be abusing the system. But you do raise a valid point in saying that, does there need to be some sort of a, uh, I'm picking up a sense of there need to be a like um, more checks. I mean, there are a lot of students. So for them to follow behind everyone and see, okay, when a mm. or what's this? What's that? Kalitos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, would be a bit mm. too much. But maybe if they have all campuses of all universities on a scale rating and there's things like bus system on that rating and it gets 10 points and if there's out of 100 Mm. or something um if there is what call this a library if there's a psychologist if they and depending on where you go they can see Uguti. when are your scholar that you go to has Mm. a lot of resources and facilities to support you Mm. passing um so why is it that Mm. you're not are you just here for a ride are you just here for a good time and a mm. long time, which Drake would oppose, <laughs> you know? Um, uh. But I think that, that that sort of background check on everyone is a bit difficult. Yeah, it is. But insurance companies do it when you claim; they 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 follow through. But I guess it's people who are claiming, mm. but. As Mzanti was having a difficult time understanding this. Um at Tubzo underscore says, imagine a grade twelve learner who was taught throughout that a pass mark is thirty exactly. percent having to cope with a 75% pass mark at a higher level. This is madness. Mm. But that's not the case. They say that you need to pass 75% of your modules. So at Siga four nine seven with their ID number written there, um, goes on to respond and say, as a passing mark versus 75% uh, versus passing 75% of registered modules. You are talking about the former, whereas NASFIS is talking about the latter. What NASFIS is saying is out of 11 registered modules, one has to pass at least eight, even if at 50% 50% each, mm, you know? Mm, mm, mm. So I do think there is some room there for people to actually, um, be able to keep on getting their funding. Mm. But now again, if you're going to be getting lower than 50 in more than eight modules out of 11 modules, yeah. then, uh, you know, mm. it's not saying get 75% in each module, mm. you know? Um, but at Dr. Stembe says, um, at Stembe to, te, who is Dr. Stembilimbete says it would be fair if NASFIS paid funds at the start of the school year so students could buy books and stationery, pay Facts. for accommodation, etc. Mm-hmm. What happens now is NASFIS only releases these funds three to six months into the mm. school year. How are students supposed to pass if they have no books yep. for a semester? She asks, mm. or they ask, mm. and I think that's a very fair question to ask mm. because. End of the day, remember when we were doing the deep dive into NASFIS, mm. we were speaking about how they need to provide more than just your books. They're supposed to help you with accommodation and incidentals, etc., etc. etc. And that wasn't the case. People are not getting those amounts that they are supposed to be getting. Mm. And they are only getting um, what they need for registration, what they need to um, pay for the um, tuition. But they're not all getting accommodation. They're not all getting um, money for food and stuff like that, which is not what is written in NASFSA's mandate, Hmm. according to, is it the constitution or what is it? I forgot what it is. But I think what... Eds tembete is saying is very true like provide your support early enough so that your students that you are saying i I need you to get 75 percent on your modules have the best chance of getting that 75 percent you know yeah
2: but i really like that point about like how the standard is already so low at school with how much is it 30 percent to pass or 40 how much is it
0: Thirty, I think it's thirty-five oh. percent. Some schools it must it, it it is forty.
2: I mean, I, I'm not saying I got distinctions, but I'm just saying like that is so low. So if I'm just aiming for thirty-five, and even imagine they having to get to varsity and still push for a fifty, that's almost impossible for some of these kids. I promise you.
0: Sorry, Ben bengkuinu savan.
2: Yeah, but I just think but it's yes, like yeah, I think
0: that is that is it's true. a reach
2: because you the, the person was right, Mister ID number. Because what is happening is that. One, already my whole life, I'm I'm just aiming for 35. Everyone's just saying, hey, just push for 35, 35, Fonza. And then you get to Vost, they're like, okay, yeah, at least 50. Or, you know, sometimes, oh, there's also a requirement. Like, not that you must get a 40, but for you to also get some jobs. Isn't there some, uh, 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 or must you just get a qualification and that's fine? Oh, yeah, I got a degree in this. And even if I got 40s, it's okay. Well... I-
0: yeah, ah. as long as you got your degree at the end of the day, you
2: know. <laughs>
0: some places will ask... Some, you know, places like engineering might say, okay, i academic record. But some jobs just say, recoup certificate. And the will <laughs> take certificate. And the certificate is a degree of 40.
2: Oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's true. So
0: it depends what industry you're in, you mm. know.
2: Hey, we'll see how far we get it. This one...
0: Yeah, we will see how far they get with this one. I think a lot of Mzansi is going to complain. Yeah. And it is what it is. So we need to celebrate Umam Rebecca Malope. She's done it again. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Umam Rebecca
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: has been honored. <laughs> Hallelujah! Sangunani na po na kaayang tan gungwanggela ko na mage gospel feel good. Who else did Um, ko na Rebecca, malope. I'm kidding. That's that's definitely not Rebecca. She won. She was awarded um the Order of Ikamanga by the the country Mm. now this award is a great award it's part of the national orders and the national orders are the highest awards that South Africa bestows on distinguished citizens and foreign nationals who have made a significant impact on improving the lives of South Africans. Mm. So she was awarded um, the Order of Ikamanga, which is awarded to South African citizens who have exceeded in the fields of arts, culture, literature, music, journalism, and sport. This is an award I am praying to receive exactly. in my life. So she I got a silver it, for this. Like, I think. Hmm. Is <laughs> you're like oh, I can see this one yeah. on my shelf I can see it on my award's <laughs> shelf I can see it nobody even though you haven't even seen yeah, what the I award looks I can like see
1: this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so of, of the national orders there are actually six of them um there's order of mapangubwe there's order of baobab there's Um, The Order order of Companions of Oartambo, there's the Order of Lutuli, and there's the Order for, what's the Mendi Decoration for Bravery. And they all have different meanings. And of course, the Ikamanga one, like we said, is sports, arts, and culture, music, and journalism. Um, which is literature as well, which is quite a great award to receive. Um, imagine your whole country looking mm. at you. And these awards are awards that are given to you by, you know, when you graduate and the dean of the school is oh. giving you that necklace. These ones you are being given by the president, the Cyril Ramaphoria himself. <laughs> Is putting this necklace around when you. you. For, yeah. I would turn around and ask him where are the jobs. Where are the jobs? Where is the yeah. Electricity.
2: What is, what is? it I'm like zip.
0: Epi imisebenzi, matema epi imisebenzi. I call him Ramaphoria because that's what they were calling him when he was um, ascending to the presidency within the ANC and within the country. Everyone was like, oh, this new era. It's the Ramaphoria. He's coming with promises. Ah! And then six months later, everyone's like, the ah, this guy. Wait,
2: sorry. I'm so sorry to, 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 to you know, digress a bit. Um, but again, I mean, to get off the rails. Did you see that picture with Yanfan Ribek? It's a gentleman because this man who died. Deke, okay? And Mandela, and then they so called <laughs> Ramaposa. Deke.
0: Deke. De- same De- thing, same <laughs> thing. Yan van Riebeck declared No no Japan. they were
2: saying next, I'm like these people and so I have no pause
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> as in Ramaphosa, oh, Dile, oh Ramaposa Bantu. Yeah, about, to... about to buy <laughs> they you say if that
2: picture's gone.
0: <laughs> so who's in that picture? Please explain to me who's in that picture I need to know exactly who's so in that the podium, picture So then
2: a podium, they were giving a speech back in the day I think it was 1994 when they were handing over the title to Mandela So it was um it was in the order of, I think, uh, de Klerk And then there was Mandela in the middle And then there was Mr. Fourier on the side And then they, they said, okay, next, after this one died Because the other two are gone now again. And he's like, okay, next I'm like, hey, Twitter has no filter
0: Yo, that is difficult. That mm-hmm. is like people people are sitting and they are clocking and they are waiting and they saying, you know what? You're not giving us what we want, so it's about time that to the left, to the yeah. left now and over the Ot six feet under.
2: Yeah, nothing is cute. The de- hectic <laughs> guys. Now, one thing about him. Put lales the lyrics. What you that guy? It's long Man sinobu PhD gan uzo No
0: peons. (laughs) I will repeat what I said in last week's episode. Only on the rewind do you come to work to be insulted and loved by your co host.
2: I'm going to enjoy it because we don't have HR yet.
0: (laughs) I hope that's all you're going to enjoy until we have HR. Anyways, keeping yeah, it moving yeah, yeah. quite swiftly along. If you caught that, you caught that. If you didn't, you didn't. Um, you know, Ustembi So cosa. he plays mm-hmm. Ushaga on the Queen, and he yeah? has been uh. fired from the show. It's firing everywhere, Fire, and this darling. is one of the first firings. Not a speaker. Somebody's getting fired. Um, he got fired because of uh, multi-choice, I think, literally mm-hmm. forced um, Ferguson Films to, to, this is all alleged, to get him off because mm-hmm. fans were complaining. Fans have been calling for his cancellation ever since he came online to confess that he had been emotionally oh. abusing his then-fiancé, dental practitioner, hey. Ayanda Chawaneh. So he deleted that Instagram post, and he had in it he was talking about how he would take his frustrations out on her, and he's realized that that was wrong of him. Mm. Thereafter, a few reports started coming out that he would physically abuse her too, and the news broke that he, had, um, that he was allegedly arrested when she filed um, assault charges against him. So mm. they never ever spoke about this in public, but they deleted each other's pictures on social media and it seems as though they have broken up. But now people have mm. honestly has, they should have been um, caring a lot for Ayanda and a lot of people have been calling for SK to be canceled. And remember we did a whole episode mm. on cancel culture and what it means and yes. everything like that. Um. And now it seems like he's been fired from the show from all of these people um. Petitioning that he he be cancelled and he not be on our television. So it seems as though Ferguson films they didn't do anything and people were just like. I'm gonna speak to the manager. <laughs> they were trying like, the to like the boss. They like, oh yeah, okay. they pulled the carrot. No, you know what?
2: It's fine. Can I just speak back. to the
0: manager? You guys are you not
2: seeing it's the stress thing? Okay, thank you. Kill your darling. I wonder how he exited the story. Do you think they killed him? You know, that's a very classic South African thing. It's almost like they don't know that we know that it's TV and there's real life. You can just take him out or something. Ah, there you must die. In South Africa, they must die. They must shoot you. They must die.
0: Well, oh, so you're saying like they can just come up with a storyline for him to just leave the show. Or you're saying he must just not show up anymore?
2: I don't know. In South Africa, I'm just saying they don't have a... Another strategy except that you just died, like you shot and then your character's gone. Like uh oh, switch the script and you die. Like good generations, one thing about them they will shoot you, you will die. And your your which means your character's done.
0: For me, if it's something like sexual assault and stuff like that, definitely kill that motherfucking character off. Let that person go. Or just get another actor to yes. replace them, but if it's something that is' murky waters, we can't tell if you're innocent or if you're guilty or what it is, maybe just write the person out, you know, um, something and we are cool And the character just writes out in the next scene, and I'll be that That
2: doesn't sound dignified. <laughs> <laughs> Your career will die as well. Oh yeah, I'm funding case, at, and then you're gone and then we never come back. Like, yeah, I saw and then, yeah.
0: <laughs> so at Sandy Lee says, Deep, deep. We all knew this day will come. SK is a good actor, but he is very ill disciplined. He should have been fired a long time ago. At High Polit- ID number says, I can say we can now watch the Queen peacefully with our parents and kids. The last time I heard the word Beba in Musa was this guy. Imagine. Um, and then as Lindy Lindy. Wait, well, translate,
2: says, what is that?
0: Um, in Musa is a woman's private part.
2: So bepa means to like. To find it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, hectic. Is that what he said?
0: I don't know if the character, if it came from the character on the show, or if it came from mm. SK in real life, and this person was in a in the space that they allegedly mm. might have shared with SK and heard him say that. But I don't know mm. why he would want to say that, and I think I feel even terrible having said it on this podcast. At Cindy is mm, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys, this guy's name and GBV has always been friends. About time, and Yena, he would agree apologize and give i won't do it again story mm-hmm. at lady d7 as says as much as i loved his character and acting he messed up and only has himself to blame i hope he can reflect and use this to do better and come back to the industry better never take for granted any good position you are in so at lady d that seems to not be subscribing to the whole cancel culture by allowing, by saying, Obuti can come back to the industry. Seems like Segam Kipi industry in their books. <laughs> hope Uza <laughs> industry, a changed person, a changed man. Mm. What do you think? Do you think he should just bow out of the industry? Do you think he needs to pull a Katlego Mabue? I haven't seen Katlego Mabue in a long time, and this is no. He's just back on TikTok. He's busy.
2: singing away, like one thing I about that? Then, post- he wants to about sing
0: him singing on Instagram, and I'm like, yeah, oh, he, he's
2: back. He's back. And you know what? I don't know. Like we discussed on the cancel culture thing, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't want to speak just on him as somebody who was, like, abused his wife or whatever. But, like, I don't know what measurements we can take and say that he can come back. Because it's like, you screw up in life, then you go for therapy and whatever, and you come back. Like, are we saying he must lose his job altogether? I'm not saying I sympathize with him. I don't. But I need to understand, cancel culture. If somebody loses their job and we can't cut them out, what then? I need to understand. Because, you know, Kateho, for instance, um, learns his lesson and mm. I don't know what happened, but then he, he came back, and then, you know, and when I look at him, unfortunately, the other day, when I was watching him on TikTok, I was like, mm, he doesn't have that thing for me anymore, and I used to like him so much, not like crush, but it was like, a I admired him, his work, and I, I liked his skill, everything, I was just like, oh, this guy's so dope, now, because of all that scandal, not that they weren't allowed to put out his business, but I was just like, mm, I don't know, man, I don't know that, I don't want to see you on our anymore, you see what I mean, so like, now you're just like, um, so that scares me, the power of um cancel culture. Because I'm not saying Hori SK must come back and run the industry. But like, what what not there like something we can have like, okay, for you to come back, we need to have like almost community service, you know, something like that. But like, mm. not if somebody doesn't get a second chance and is completely canceled. Like, go to therapy, go, you know, pay your dues, something of some sort mm. for you to get a... But I don't know about, like, the way we're doing things, you know. Because also, again, my issue is council culture is that the specific people who will be cancelled fully for doing whatever the other person did. Jub jub can live his best life. South Africa is his. If you want to be president, people will vote for him. But then someone else comes and he does something similar to Jube, Jube. Oh, That's very... You're a criminal. You know what I mean? Uh, for instance, we yeah. had that scenario with, with Bonang and DJ Zintle. That was like, we don't touch Bonang. We, no People said, oh, but nothing. No one said anything about... People sympathize with Zintle without bashing Bonang. It was almost like she wasn't canceled for what she did. But if another woman does, oh, when are you... You don't care about another woman. Uh, and then they will cancel you completely. So for me, it just seems like people decide who they want to cancel depending on who who they are their status and how much they want of you and how much little they want of you so it's really confusing this thing and it's so scary how much people can literally decide that you know we're going to end your career your livelihood and and that's a wrap
0: yeah you know i i definitely do hear what you're saying in that for me it's certain types of it shouldn't go according to the person it should go according to the uh insult that they have committed to society and the group that they have insulted you know and i think with south africa with the high rates of gbv and femicide Mm. that we have if it's there we need to cancel you you need to disappear for the next five years and five to ten years we're not hearing anything about you and you start you'll come up again you know nice and slowly and i hope i'm never ever biting myself in the foot uh, i pray i'm not someone who gets exposed for something whether i did on purpose or not in the future but yeah you must disappear for let's cancel his fucking ass for five years but i do no. think with something as bad as that i'm not gonna murder a woman that's for sure he With something is, as bad definitely. as that um you, you 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 do deserve to like disappear you should deserve yeah. you should disappear for a yeah. long time I mean, even if you go to Zimbabwe and you start pushing a career there or you go to Namibia and you start pushing or Nigeria or start pushing a career there or Mauritius and trying to start pushing an entertainment career there. Rather go do that, you know, and then Ozaboya decide the slowly or do the low-key jobs. When you're doing voiceover work, no one's going to tell. Well, people can tell, but like no one's going to tell, tell. Mm-hmm. um, Not a lot of people mm-hmm. are going to tell. Gonna say, oh, why Why is he on my radio station type of vibe? Mm-hmm. So I do agree with you that there needs to be more ramification for things that are done especially and for me it should go according to the crime and not the person um that uh that we decide or we see how long do we or don't we cancel you but also Mm. i do agree in the same breath like you don't want to make people go hungry it's a select economy that we have right now already with Mm. all the people that have jobs right now it's still a select economy because people are unemployed the youth unemployment rate is still high Uh. so you wouldn't want people going out of jobs because of an accident or not an accident or because of something that's happened in their personal life, you know? Mm. People, we've got people, like we we're saying, we were saying when we were speaking about how many people do we know that get caught for cheating in their homes and buy a vodka the next day by M17 and none of that affects their work? Whether, yes, maybe it might affect them, but their boss is not saying, listen, we need to put you on special leave <laughs> because and this is the sixth month in a row you're doing this you know
2: <laughs> yes no that's true but weirdly enough like if you i mean okay if it's like child support there's some things you can report and then the boss can be involved and they can take an amount from your salary and pay your child actually every month some companies do it, not all of them but i was saying that this guy could maybe like get a job sanitizing people the custom crew there by ferguson's you know to make a buck, or maybe like you know do something that's behind the scenes that's not aligned with um <laughs> what's this multi-choice
0: he must pull a robert marawa and start his own youtube channel youtube show yeah. and all of that he could sing all the gospel music he wants to mzansi.
2: And but he must go to therapy and deal with this thing. I'm not saying it, it's therapy's fault or whatever, but like he can't just continue be dating women and this is how he's behaving. It's gonna ruin his life. He must go seek help. Like you taking out stress on someone else and feeling it's okay to beat up a woman or just beat up people, Jay, is just very like you're a bully and we need to go deal with that.
0: I definitely agree with you. So someone else who got fired Getting back to what we were talking about. Is Unati. So Pecting. KFM released a statement. Saying that they are releasing her of her contract. Effective immediately. Because of her conduct in the studio. It goes to say. I quote here. Ms. Ngai's contract has ended Per- prematurely due to certain conduct that rendered the relationship intolerable going forward, ninety 95.9 can confirm that certain incidents had occurred which resulted in the breakdown of the trust relationship between the two parties the business can further confirm that due process was followed and the decision was therefore made to part ways with Ms. Ngai the station would prefer not to be drawn into a debate around the details of what transpired in the interests of both parties safe to state that Ms. Ngai's versions of the events have been carefully considered and unfortunately found wanting so She used to host um, the Midday Show. I think it was called Midday Joy at the radio station. And no one mums the word. No one is saying why Unati left. No one is explaining why Unati left. She's not saying anything. The station is not saying anything. But it seems like there's been a lot of rah-rah in the station recently because the host of the breakfast show, breakfast show, (laughs) breakfast show, Uskumba, and, oh Thomas Msengana seemed to have had a tiff on air or something like that. And one of them walks out of the studio. Apparently, um, it's alleged that Kumba walks out of the studio and he ruined equipment and stuff like that. And um, then they came back and they apologized to listeners for the interruption eh. or the bad technical yada yadas or something like that. So, it seems like there's something brewing at Kaya. I don't know in terms of, because when they say over here, Ogoti, they broke, she broke their trust and their trust cannot be earned or something like that. It's quite interesting. Mm. But I must say, for me, my ears are being raised when you think to yourself, what is this person is working on the same radio station in the same... Office in the same building as her ex husband.
1: Oh, heck, yes, he's
0: doing the breakfast show, mm. and yes, there are three hours between her show and their show. But if you think of how radio works, most of the time you'll arrive an hour 45 minutes to an mm. hour before your show starts, go over the things you guys discussed mm. yesterday, host your show for the three to four hours that you must host it. Then you probably would stay another 45 minutes to an hour just leaving. Or either having a meeting to plan tomorrow's show, mm. especially when it's full day shows. So if Thomas's show ends at nine, ten is what you'd think he'd be leaving. Onati should be arriving at eleven ish to get ready for her show, which starts at twelve. I think there might have been some bit of tension here and there. You, you think? know? And I Do think
2: it was amicable? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Mm do you think i'm being salacious do you think i'm being sensational you like me you like
2: me i like that kind of narrative like i want to know but this is not a movie this is real life so i mean i mean and how long has she been working on this show why would it blow up only now is my chat like their Uh, tension you know what i mean
0: yeah Hmm.
2: so no one's gonna tell us anything we must just i honestly
1: don't know
0: No one's going to tell us anything. We must wait to find out what's what. They're going to still um, take some time to announce her replacement. I don't know if... I'm not sure if they've announced her replacement Mm. as yet. But no one is saying anything. And I think um, they're saying... And I mean, they're saying that they're doing it out of respect for her. But I'm just like, "Mm, what's going on? All you have to do is be at a place where
2: artists hang out and they're drinking, best believe. Somebody's going to spill the tea. Someone's gonna tell somebody.
0: Punta, you are the one who is based in Joburg. You can get into those spaces much easier than I.
2: I'm not in Joburg yet. But when I am back in the game, uh uh would be in those spaces. I would have told you guys already, like, hey guys. Well, what happened was school made a joke and it was very inappropriate and she wasn't happy with it. I'm joking, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my favorite one of my favorite shows is coming back. The Real Housewives of Johannesburg <gasps> is coming. are the
1: characters. Back.
0: So, apparently, what's changing is that it's not going to be held by, it's not going to be produced by Sonia Mbele's um, production company, which is Real Housewives Productions yeah. or something like that. You got to remember that they gave us two Mm -hmm. seasons, and as they were filming the third season, I think there was an altercation between Brinette and um, not Brinette, Kugukati, who is Brinette's friend, and Crystal. Um, Crystal took to social. Your Crystal Mm -hmm. took to social Mm -hmm. media to say that she was assaulted by Kati. Um, she is quoted as saying Gugu Kati is the one who punched me in the eye resulting in a black eye. She did this when I was sitting down and there was no threat to her. I have evidence to prove this. She is scared over what she has done and she is trying to make out a case against me. Charges are currently being laid against her. To which Google responded and I quote, I can confirm the incident happened. But what shocks is the fact that out of all the people in the club, how an, how can Crystal choose my name? There were too many people in that club. Why does she pick me? Besties don't do that to each other. So after that, the show was canceled. And we were told that the show wouldn't be continuing. But now it's been announced that it's coming back. And it's going to be coming back in 2022. I'm very excited for the show to come back. What about Crystal yeah okay not without crystal I, I mean they're not saying if she's coming back or not hey mm, okay but i am very excited for it to come back and i hope crystal is staying mm. because crystal is a character literally one yeah. book of the books
2: she she really does stir up, like the really nice drama for the show. So I think. Conjo,
0: she... you don't watch it, ne?
2: I've only watched the first season. Even um, with with, the, with the, the, the season without Madame. Yes. Season is I don't know if it's season two. I've watched. Even two. I didn't watch the Turban one.
0: Oh okay, yeah. So are you are you keen to watch season three?
2: I don't know. I really. Lost interest, like, maybe with season two, episode three, because Madame wasn't there. She really also added the nice element of drama. And I don't think her show... No, she definitely did. And I don't think her show did as well without the girls. Because there's some people who just stay nice to bring out the drama in you.
0: Exactly. I definitely agree. Her show wasn't the best for Mm. me. And it even had me questioning, why did they do this show?
2: Like, they should have stopped at when they were editing. Like, no, man, guys, niabona. Mara, they thought ah, ah, We already paid for
0: huh? this <laughs> When they were editing you That's when you think They should have stopped Exactly my, They were thinking You're Gaga." Um, all the best to them All the best God. I hope they get more ratings uh-huh. We need
2: more shows hope, like
0: this Yeah and I hope The people they've chosen For this season If there's gonna be new people That they are people Who are fire Who do you think You'd like to see On Real Housewives Damn. of Choga? Oh, who,
1: who,
2: Someone who's not in the show
0: Yeah mm. Wow.
2: Like an influencer celebrity?
0: Yes. Um
2: wouldn't it be be very dramatic with Pearl 2C? I
0: agree. Pearl yes.
2: 2 would be nice on there. Like maybe a young, like, you know, there's on, on the real
0: but I feel like Peltusi is going to want to interview people. She's not going to have real conversations. No, I think... I feel like a conversations mm, going to like interviews. No, she's
2: going to have real conversations. I think I'm excited to see, like, rich house housewife, Baba like, old school. I want to see, young like, new age, rich mummies, you know? You um, I mean, Zintle doesn't look like she'll give us drama. I mean, it should be nice to be in only just to neutralize things. Um... Who else is a celebrity in this country?
0: You know who I would like to see?
2: Mm.
0: What's that lady's name? Oh, Gigaba. Yes. What's her name again? I don't
2: know her name, but yes.
0: Onoma. Onoma. Oh, Onoma. Onoma. And you know what I loved about her? I was so shocked to see her on... um, I was about to say sip or spill. Drink mm-hmm. or tell the truth with La Cisue. Really? And how was she? I mean, she was... She was, La Cizwe... One thing I can tell you about La Cisue is that he is able to make everyone bring out a version of themselves that we don't know, unless the mundo ya papa fairly, you know? So mm. she was very relaxed with him, a little taken aback by him, but she wasn't shy to answer any she was not shy to answer and she was not drinking she answered questions until like i think right at the end but she was definitely not shy at all to answer questions Content just,
2: i love to see
0: you need to go watch it mm, i will you were about to say something
2: oh i wanted to ask if, um Zota, but no it's it's not um the vibe
0: oh okay Well, I think another thing that's also not the vibe is all of the stuff that's coming out about Master KG. Jerusalem wants a Again this song is a hit but for Master KG it is a blessing and a curse. Now Master going eh. after companies and stuff like that for doing the eh. challenge. Well get this now, first and foremost, we remember that um, Unamnebo said that she has been treated terribly by Master KG. Ngapa, she was saying that she hasn't been paid. No royalties are coming through, Master KG, and all of this is alleged. Master KG was saying Ogoti, no. Um, she started doing a tour without him, and also he doesn't handle the payments. The record company does, etc., etc. But now there's someone else coming out, Chamza the DJ is saying that this song is actually his song. Now, film Pella broke the story. Apparently he got confidential letters from Chamsa's, um, Lawyers, Adams and Adams, and the letters actually explain what happened. According to the letters, they say here, Around 19 August 2019, Chamza the DJ was invited telephonically by Master KG to visit his recording studio in Midrand to produce a track for the female vocalist Nominevo Zikote. Our client speaking of chamza traveled from his home in limpopo and during the recording session at master kg studio he originated authored composed and produced the original music musical composition for the song that master kg and open mic productions later released commercially under the title jerusalemma they go on to say our client authored the original melody of the composition the beats and the arrangement of the song melody and vocals Our client was... So he says after um, he worked on the song, Chamza went back to his home in Limpopo and then Master KG released the song allegedly without his knowledge or clearance. They say here in their letters, our client was surprised to learn that Master KG simply proceeded to release the song commercially through his record label at the time, Open Mic Productions, without contacting our client and without obtaining the required rights, clearances for the use of our client's copyrighted music and musical composition. Our client did not transfer any rights of copyright through this written agreement or otherwise and remains vested with all rights of copyright to the composition. Yeah. This is all alleged. And <laughs> I don't know what to say. I am worried. The game is hope... cold. The game is fucking cold. The game is fucking cold. Kill or be killed.
1: But it's are so a dog,
0: dog world. Yes.
2: So like, for instance, I've actually been thinking about this a lot recently because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, let's make music. Na'am. Fine. And I'm like, I want to go to these places with a written contract. Like, I don't have a lawyer. I don't have all those things. But I think there must be some form of agreement, either back and forth. Obviously, there's paper trail that you can do via email, but people now communicate on WhatsApp. But what can it be, a formal thing that signs and says, Hi, I'm Bongani Maseko, and I am the what what of the Rewind, and hi, I'm Ponsa, and I'm the Rewind, and my contribution is this, my contribution is this. Uh, uh, uh. But even if somebody takes my song and the, my lyrics, and they give it to... Amifaku, or whoever, that's fine, but I still get my my whatever money because I was involved in the project, like, from writing the lyrics, coming up with the melody, and exactly how the, you know, obviously how the song's gonna come out. Because, because now when we go, and this thing is gonna be like a, a, a thing, an ongoing thing, like, with what happened with Zahara, because Yes, fine, we don't have the... When you start up, you don't have the, the capital to go and say, I'm going to come with my lawyer. And then, yes, this is the uh Or copyright. Obviously, yes, we could go on YouTube and inform ourselves of how we can, you know, learn about copyright and, you know, be informed. But there must be some form of paper, some signature, something. Because this is so scary. You know how much money this thing made? You know, yep.
0: you know there was a, there was a show on SCBC B C Two that used to teach DIY. Mm. And you know what it was called? Yes. So why I'm saying this is because we, we literally have to do it ourselves. Mm. Anything you have on paper is good enough. You know, mm. um, it, it, is, uh, it is, it is, it, excuse me. It is good enough, mm. regardless of what you say. Mm. Because when the lawyers come in, and they have something, and you say, Listen, here's something we drafted. I drafted, I made him sign, I signed, and all is well. Mm. Then all is well, you mm. know? Um, even though uh, shit is hitting the fan right now and people don't want to pay, but here is something. And I definitely do agree with you. If you're going to be sent a track and someone's going to come to you and say, Come to the studio, I would say, play it, see it, how- play it, play it, play it according to how you see it. So go and go to the studio the next day when you know oguti not only did i write the lyrics i came up with the melody as well then send them an agreement to say punta it shall be listed as a songwriter even if you're not the first songwriter you'll be listed as the second songwriter because lyrics and what you call this um melody are important you know and then you say, hi, please sign this. Mm. This is for the song that we worked mm. on yesterday. What do you have it named as? Okay, this is the song. And then maybe you can put a sample of the lyrics there, you know? And because now you also come from an educated background, mm-hmm. you can put a uh, uh, some stanza in there of how the melody mm-hmm. goes, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Mm-hmm. But you know what? You're right in the sense, Yahorim. I think even with Paper Trail, like if I didn't do that or someone didn't do that, I am an advocate for like screen grabbing, especially when it comes to like a legal thing or that, whatever, email yourself. Cause some people want to be sneaky. This is how the conversation started. And that's why sometimes when it comes to those kind of things, I don't want a phone call. I would rather we keep it there on WhatsApp. It's there or on email. Then I'm like, yeah, this is how the person approached me. And they send me this VN saying that I must write the lyrics. This is them responding to my lyrics. And this is us meeting on this day. Blah 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 to show that I was involved in the making of the song as well.
0: Yeah, I definitely Your agree with you. I definitely agree with you. People will try and weasel and win. Mm. That's why my producer was coming for. I didn't produce the this one on my own. one was this I by my money, money. my money. Yes, that one. Mm.
2: But That's true, though. The people are not doing the most for other kids.
0: The people aren't. And I think that's also why you also got to watch out and protect your own mm. back and save yourself where you can. Because people are going to use you. And then when they're done using you, they don't need you any longer. Meanwhile, they are making money yes. off of you and off of... You created and you left it with mm. them, and you went home, and you're thinking, geez, he has a Master Keiji, he's so nice, he gives us chances. Mm. Tina, the this person's gonna use you and screw you. But you know
2: what? I think I really definitely love this, but I'm so excited to also see how the story uh, unfolds because artists need to get their justice here in the country. So, I really hope that if this is really true, that that guy gets his money. I don't even know how some people sleep, hey Bongani. You, I, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I'm going to go live and say, yeah, guys, the rewind is all my idea. I just, you know, put Bongani on this thing. Because maybe I got the spotlight ah, first. D- and then I'm just every night sleeping nice, enjoying this podcast on my own, knowing very well. Some people were thinking, Aba, na, nertor, Abana. Kuspidori nerito, Abana maitlavolo.
0: Yup. That's what i would say to you. <laughs> 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 if you said to me, I don't have my travel, I'd be like, You were the little girl. I
2: wanna man that thing, like, I going to say see. Oh,
0: okay, okay. So, um, do you remember the name Tiri Molo? Tidi mm. Molo is the lead singer of. What's that? You are and you are. An,
2: you are you'll be, and you'll be. Yes, I remember her.
0: Yes, Malaika. She released yeah. a statement stating that she won't from next year. Um, that next year would have marked 20 years of Malaika, but she said it will not be part of the celebrations. Now, we've got to remember that it consists of three members, which are Ndaba, Bongani, and Bongani Chang and Sidi herself. And they had a lot of great music, like the one we were singing now. Hey. But remember one of the members, Chablani passed away in 2008, right? Um, And apparently after that, it seems as though the group never was the same. TD did try to do something solo, but it didn't work out as well because the song wasn't played on radio and the marketing wasn't good. But you know what? She just kept continuing. She went performing, but she didn't perform under the name of Malaika for all these years. So everyone was just like, "Mm, what's going on? What's going on? But now she's released an official statement that she's taking her destiny to the next phase. Um, And she says, effective immediately, I would like to inform you that I will not be doing any public performance or whatsoever under the banner of Malaika. But she did say that there was no animosity between her and and Ubongani, the only remaining band member, um, and that other people involved, um, and other people who were involved in the decision that she took, um, but it it came from a good place. And that she says Mm. that her time with Malaika was indescribable, incredible, and no time has been wasted.
2: Okay. I need to understand, sorry, okay, yeah, like, I like when mean, that's great for her. I need to understand what people do when they quit. Like, I need to understand, like, one day I'm like, oh yeah, I'm no longer in the industry. Like, for hours, let's say I was part of my solo, and then I'm just like, yes, I would imagine, obviously, I'll be married and I'll have my kids and I'll be living lavish, and my husband will be well off. But then what am I doing on a day to day when I went, I was a superstar, and now I'm, you know, what are they? Are they producers? Are they directors?
0: You know. And that's what you can... Like, say we can get Busi on the channel as well, on the show as well. Simbu, Zoguti, mm. okay. Nintzani. But I think these people are smart enough to have businesses, even if... Yes. you know? Or kisadu, kai.
2: Wait, what about tapawe?
0: I'm saying even if rota like, they're selling tapawe. Ah,
2: bongani. Kibemalai <laughs> kibazamaburiksa tapawe. Haa, haa. Maybe
0: a salonia. Yeah. Those tap away. influence. If you are <laughs> Malaika, I am fucking fine. Um- yeah. the
2: influence? Girl. But it won't even work. Like even if, like it will be weird. Imagine even Michelle trying. Yeah, guys, I'm selling <laughs> tap <right>, <laughs> <trying.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're so
1: gullible.
0: People <laughs> would
2: buy and say you were supporting a sister. But they must be doing something because there's a lot of people who were on Rhythm City back in the day and I've realized that they're actually directors and producers now on shows that we don't know of. We just think, ah, Bongani is a producer, is a director on the show, or is a... You know?
0: Yeah. Mm. I think... I think you know, I, honestly, I don't know why, but I just have an image of all of them opening salons where they grew up, you know. <laughs> mm. Like, that's that's all I think. they Not all I think they do, but, like, that's one business avenue I think they all, like, get into. Mm. Most of them would get into. Just to make sure that there's a little bit of residual coming in, regardless yeah. of what happens yourself in the industry.
2: But do you think it's a good idea just like cutting off Malaika like that? Wouldn't it be like a nice thing to just like, you know, just like close it off nicely?
0: I honestly believe in multiple streams of income. So like i wouldn't even close it off like if we're not releasing and we're not working it's chilled but if we come together and we're like let's release i'd be like why not it's another chance for me to make some more money you know
2: yeah and literally once you get your thing right like in the industry like once you get like like the footing you've got a team in your music you literally make money while you sleep literally okay if it's playing, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely do agree with you. But I think we need to remember that it's not all about money. In her statement, which was quite lengthy, towards the end of it, she says, and I quote here, Being in the band took a toll on me on so many levels, and I have reached a stage where I cannot carry the burden any further. In an already patriarchal society, and by extension, the entertainment industry... I have for a long time. I have constantly found myself under the pressure of being the only girl in the band and having to live up to certain expectations. Even after flying solo in 2013, it has been somewhat difficult to cut through the clutter without the shadow shadow of the Malaika cloud following me every step of the way. It has been to my benefit in some instances and my downfall in others. If there is one thing, being part of my life has taught me over the years is that life is too short to not chase any dream a person might have. That said, I hope my decision would serve as an inspiration to anyone out there who might not who might not be scared to chase their goals individually and independently mm-hmm. double syntax over this but anyways, that's what she was saying, and I guess there's a bigger burden apart from the money I won't be making anymore. Yeah. You know? My
2: peace over money.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Well, that's all I have from Zanti Recap. Let's leave it there and let's close the show.
2: Bogani, why did that definitely take so long? Is it money over peace or peace over money? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, mm, okay. Definitely. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't want to reveal my ambitions too much on this show you know Gotcha <laughs>
2: Zanzi recap follow us follow on Twitter and instagram, instagram. at the rewind underscore essay and
0: send an email to the rewind at gmail.com you're listening to the rewind. So we were asking you earlier on how has the lockdown affected you as an independent artist? And we heard from many, many different people Sharing their experiences. We want to say thank you guys for sending your voice notes. We always appreciate it when you interact with us at the rewind underscore essay on Instagram and on Twitter. When you see the question, whether it's on our WhatsApp statuses or it's on social media, just make sure you share your opinion as well. And at the end of every show, we cannot close it without the wise words from the woman with the golden voice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if I have
2: closing words.
0: How can you not have closing words? Oh, my
2: God. I am lacking.
0: Okay. Do you want to hear how to stop breaking your own heart? Yes. Refrain from checking up on people who no longer hold space in your life. Oh,
2: that is so beautiful.
0: Reduce all expectations. Mm. Learn how to let things happen naturally. Mm. Avoid thinking about the results and, pro- and proceed with an opened mind instead. Anticipating mm. something from others may put you at risk of disappointment. Mm. Stop depending on others to lead you towards happiness. You can't mm. count on another person to make you happy. Facts. Respect a person for who they are rather than who you hope they'll change into. Mm. You need to go check out at the good quote on Instagram for some of those. But those please share uh, that one with me. Okay, I'll definitely share it with you. Thank do you have- so
2: much. That is that is powerful.
0: Yes definitely is for you rewinder out there thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for chilling with us we honestly do appreciate it for those of you who are tuning in for the first time make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to your podcast but for those of you who keep on coming back what can we say but thank you so much your ears are. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to us And we appreciate you for lending them to us. Sponsor, thank you for having me on your platform. I thank you so much
2: for having me be live
0: and just be.
2: Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know how we do on the fifteenth payroll, I got you.
0: I don't that, know. That, sharp this is a bit of a goodbye. <laughs> you guys are Yeah. Yeah. You're it. It 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 I'm so enjoying these parts. Alright. You have been beautifully, authentically with passion. A tuna? No, 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 no. Hey, oh, oh my gosh. You. it's been a wonderful year honestly you've been my favorite virtual friend, specifically in the podcast world oh. you guys are shady,
2: and shady
0: i'm honestly honestly excited for more i'm here for it keep going it's really gonna grow i believe in this what do they call themselves Prinza and Beat tenacity congratulations beautiful